I remembered this week, Brett. Well, you know, I wasn't going to tell you this, DJ. What? But uh, Broski started stealing your thunder on the major five. What are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? Again? Yeah. I am constantly chasing this dude away from the ideas that I have or yeah. we have. What's he doing? He's drinking seltzers? Uh, alcoholic seltzers. No. Well, they're sponsored by PBR now. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Back that up a little bit. <laughs> PBR. Yes. That hasn't changed who that is. That's still Pabst Blue That's Ribbon. still Pabst Blue Ribbon, yes. And they make alcoholic seltzers. Yes, they do. You're sponsored by PBR. Yeah. And you're drinking alcoholic seltzers. Alcoholic PBR seltzers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they also drink their hard coffees. Yes, PBR makes a hard coffee. Okay. Um, but yeah, hashtag major PBR. Uh, okay. Um. But yeah, he does a little the little yeah. crack. I well, I was I was listening to it this week and I started laughing because I'm okay. like, oh shit. Okay. All right. Because so, like he almost named their 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 dumb figure fed like the Wednesday Night War, and I had to chase that yeah. website down before him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, listen. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I'm I'm more of a man than than uh, Broski. Oh boy. Uh, but I'm gonna say that if I'm drinking a PBR, I'm gonna drink a PBR and not some weird alcoholic seltzer that PBR is trying to come out with to fit into the masses. Just, so, uh, so just sh- drink. Just so uh, I shouldn't pick you up a case. Of when it. let me know when Broski slams a tall boy a PBR and pukes on his boots. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> At the, at the start of the show, and then <laughs> then maybe maybe we'll talk. Uh, All right. I okay. hope I hope that he does show up at uh, GCW. Well, Nick Gage is going to be calling him out. Yeah, it's this and, weekend, and I hope Nick Gage beats the piss out of him. It beats him so hard <laughs> that he literally beats all the girly alcoholic seltzers out of him. But like. Cardona's gonna, had them. They're, they're gonna they're tower tasty. over him. He is. He's gonna yes. make Nick Gage look yes. like a real tiny I, human. <laughs> I was talking to uh, the uh, the Godfather of the Sunami Name Network, Todd. The, yeah, Todd. Yes, <laughs> I was talking to Todd about uh, Sid Vicious and ECW. Oh, jeez. Uh, and how it's gonna be very similar. How you know Sid, terrible wrestler, but a monster of a human being. Oh, hold on. Terrible wrestler. Walk it back there. Terrible wrestler. Easy. Easy. Serviceable. I, I know at you're best. mad right now because of Broski, <laughs> but let's not say anything irrational serviceable, about the master and the rule of the rule. Serviceable at best. You're serviceable Perfect. at best at That's this point, also sir. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Cardona's been working real hard to put on that mass. You know, just putting in all the hard work, uh, doing everything he can, the, the sweat and the blood, sweat, and the tears to get to the size of Warlord. Yeah, probably the same way Warlord did it. Oh, boy. Um, so, you know, let him, uh, <laughs> let him allegedly, <laughs> let him do whatever he wants, I guess. But I am drinking a fine Wegman seltzer. Yes, you are. Orange pineapple. Forgot to buy more at the store this week, so I was saving two. I know. Uh, for the show. Uh, so, uh. I had one earlier in yeah, spirit. Now, they're, now, they're now I have to relate to my, my bitch juice. Right. Listen, they're still delicious. Uh, I've been venturing outside of the Wegmans. Listen, Wegmans hasn't gotten back to me. Right, Wegmans. They they did not. They didn't hit me up on social media. I tried to put the pressure on them by right. drinking that was aha. Uh-huh. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Right, I tried to put the pressure on them. Right, they just put the squeeze on them. They told me to please stop calling. Uh, them. They wrote me a letter. You know, I'm not allowed within 50 feet of Wegmans. It has nothing to do with the seltzers, but um, <laughs> and uh, was this an incident in the produce aisle? <laughs> and. Uh, you know, so I'm venturing out. I'm, I've had the ahas. I, I got some bubbly. 
Buble. <laughs> How's uh, that pronounced? Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, Wegmans. That, that one that Doug gave us, the Polar, that I, orange vanilla. I didn't love that one. Oh, man. That was good. It smelled real good. Didn't taste as good as this fine Wegmans mm, seltzer that okay. I'm drinking right now. But right, well. but I'm always going to come back to the Wegmans. So you're saying you're a free agent. Listen, Wegmans is what brought me to the show. Hey, sometimes you don't abandon what brings you to the dance. Right. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture. Uh, you know, Wegman's isn't calling me back, so I'm gonna venture. I'm gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna move beyond. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. You need to look out for you, right? Okay? I, I've yet to find one that I like as much as I like this Wegman's orange pineapple. But the ahas are coming pretty close. That watermelon one was real good. That was real good. They make yeah. ones with caffeine in them. That's yes. So, uh, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, that's not bubbles. Um, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so Wegmans, hit me up if you don't want me to uh, run around behind your back. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Don't be a trifling hoe. Right. Exactly. Don't be a Jezebel. Oh, God. More on that in a bit. But, hey, welcome to We Need Wrestling. Welcome to We Need Wrestling. How are you, pal? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little, uh, I don't know. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'm good. a little, little, I don't know, the same way you are. Yeah. For the same reason. <laughs> Yeah. But we're doing all right. For, for something we watched and we'll yes. talk about in a little bit. Very, very, uh, very shortly. Yeah. We have, uh, we have some wrestling news, some wrestling news. Yeah. Lots of news in the world of professional wrestling. There sure is. It seems we're not escaping sort of uh, mind-bending, questioning wrestling news every few weeks. Yeah, we got some shit here. So, right. yesterday, well, I think it was Tuesday... Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful, which that dude seems to be on the money lately. Yeah. Uh, he announced, like, uh, dreading tomorrow because there's going to be more cuts. I was going to say, was it Tuesday? We were together Tuesday watching we Cobra, so it was not on Tuesday. You know what? We were, and we were eating our pizza like you're supposed to. That's with by scissors. cutting it with scissors. That's right. Cut the tip off with scissors. So, yesterday comes out that there were some more WWE talent releases. Yes. Uh, Big ones. Fucking head scratchers on a few. On most, yeah. I really think so. So, what I'm going to do here, mm-hmm. I'm going to run through them okay. one by one. All right. So, I'm going to list them, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come back. Okay. And I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. where what you feel about them getting released. Okay. And what do you think their future in wrestling holds? All right. So, the first big, the big one out of this, whether you like him or not, mm-hmm. Braun Strowman. The one, <laughs> the one that made my jaw drop, Alistair Black. Uh, one that I feel was a total misfire, Ruby Riot. One that, eh, I you could see it coming. Well, I guess she's been on TV lately, but makes sense, Lana. Uh, the next one. Scumbag Santana Garrett. <laughs> and then the last one, Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Choo choo. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, and it came out like today, one of the main reasons he got cut is because he has a, a massive contract. Yes. In a million a year. Right. Which is what I, which was my initial thought about yeah. why. And he still had two years left on the deal. Right. Um, yeah, he just signed it last year. Yeah. Uh, um. I, wow. So yeah, uh, I've been thinking about these get these releases a lot because they're more shocking than the last ones, like the Samoa Joe ones from those all those few weeks ago. Uh, like obviously Samoa Joe, I think is a better 
uh, asset to your company than Bronny Strowman is. But like Strowman's former multi-time champ, top of the card. I feel like they royally missed the boat on right. him. So I think that they... So uh, one of the overarching things that we'll talk about uh, in another news segment cut briefly is that Vince has all new business people in in his uh, uh, under his employ. He's got this Nick Khan dude. He's got a bunch of other people. And from everything that I've been reading, Nick Khan and the other people he's brought in have been brought in to sort of look at the look at the wrestling business and the company that they're running in a bit of a different way than anybody has sure to look at it more from a business standpoint from a money in money out standpoint um and uh, which leads to speculation of being sold which we can talk about and all that stuff but Bronny Strowman uh like you said they they screw this guy up at every at every chance there was a couple years ago man i remember i think he was attacking roman when he mm-hmm. flipped like the ambulance and shit right that dude was fucking over. Right. Right. Doesn't have to be a good wrestler. No, Does not it matter. like harkens back to the like the eighties right. where like his look and his look. size. It it's didn't a matter. He came from powerlifting. He's not. You know, I, I've talked about it on the show before. He's not a dude that was like grew up. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. He was a dude that was an uh, athlete in another sport. He was like, you should come to wrestling. He came to wrestling. Doesn't have to be a good wrestler. You can make bajillion dollars with a guy his size on top. Yeah. Um, and they just messed it up over and over again. Uh, and I think that maybe he got himself a little more over than they wanted at times. Uh, and that pisses Vince off real bad. Yeah. I mean, not to go back, but like legit, look at Zack Ryder. Right. That right. Was, that's a perfect example. Right. Miro too. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. Um, I just think that that's, it's, it's money. I think, I think you, I think that they messed him up so bad and you know, guys on top in the WWE, like, it's a it's a last 10, 15, 20 year thing holding on to these guys forever. It's like, you know, people used to, when the, when there was competition, I mean, think about Sid bouncing back and forth like all the time. All the time. Luger, Guy, Luger Flair in the early night like yeah. that used to happen a bunch. So like Vince had at that point had a mindset of I'll just make somebody new. Um and so I think that the money combined with uh we screw this guy up enough and I think we've probably squeezed as much as we can out of him. Uh, they could probably squeeze more, but not at the rate. Yeah, right? man. For the amount of money that he's making, right. holy shit. Right. So, uh, you know. I didn't know his contract was that yeah. big, and, man. And that was one of the things that I thought was that, you know, it, it's probably a money side. Looking at looking at money and realizing what you could do with him, uh, what you've already done and what you can do. I think uh, that makes sense. I think it's dumb. I think they could have gotten a hell of a lot more out of him. I think they should have from the beginning got a lot more out of him. But uh, shocked, but I get it. You paid him a, a shit ton of money. Uh, you know, I don't. I, 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 it's not like Cena level money, but it's it's up there a lot of money. for a dude that um, you know. I I don't know merch merch sales and all that kind of stuff, but no real. Not no not he's not going to be a natural charisma guy. There's not a ton of things. He's a one trick guy, but that trick could be real good, dude. Like that. That get these hands right. shit. That yep. was fucking over. Right. That Absolutely. was so over. And man, they I just, right. just dropped the ball. <laughs> right. And that's you want you want to get over with kids. You want to get over that kind of thing. You need a you need a giant. Yeah. And that's that's they had. And uh, you know, I, he tweeted. I don't know that he's gonna wrestle again. 
Uh, he tweeted like that that what an era or chapter in my life or whatever. Yeah, and there was like that. I don't see him doing indies. I don't see him being really welcomed on the indies, except for maybe like those baseball stadium shows that like Nash was doing and stuff. Well, and if you remember, you know, at the pandemic, right? That he, bullshit that he said about, right, which is you know, why I don't think he'd be welcome in a lot of locker rooms. And right. you know, I don't. You know, business is business. Like I think if they if somebody thinks they can make money with them, they'll book them. Sure, and I'm sure they'll overpay for them. I I worry that that. Tony Khan's gonna go sniffing, but I don't think he will. Um, man, it's it's just it's tough because he's so much different than what they have. Yes, and I could see them bringing him in. I, I unfortunately can too. Yeah, uh, and I think that if they do it, it should just be on a short term little deal. Agreed. Uh, let him do his stuff. Let him look at a challenger for somebody, uh, and uh, sort of. Just walk him away. Agreed. But maybe he won't want to. I don't know. Uh, but it's a weird one. Yeah, it's 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 one of the more shocking because of his position in the card and his status in the company those last bunch of years. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to skip over the second person we mentioned for okay. specific reasons. Sure. Next person. Mm-hmm. Ruby Riot. Uh, immediate upgrade to any locker room uh, that brings her in. Uh, this, uh, unlike the Strowman thing, she AEW would be dumb not to bring her in. Agreed. Well, and I uh, know, like, Bailey put out that tweet yesterday about, like, how she just right. became a locker room leader. Right. You know? uh, universally loved, uh, I think, uh, I'm sure, well, no, it's not, nobody's universally loved in the wrestling. There's always some shithead that has something bad to say. But, uh, talented wrestler, great look, uh, great in the locker room from yeah. everyone there, um, Feel bad for for Liv Morgan. <laughs> yeah, she's the only um, one left out of that uh, riot right. squad. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, she's she will be an asset to anybody if she goes and wants to do an indie run. She can go see everybody. Uh, but AEW would be dumb in their thinning women's division that with the new champ. I'd be jumping at her. It would be it would be real dumb not to bring her in because she is that talented and that good. Uh, and uh, you know, I just. Yeah, she. I yeah. feel like she can write her own ticket wherever she wants to go. Right. Um, I mean, even when you have The Rock commenting on her Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, being like, you're gonna I be, saw. I saw Mick. Be fine. Mick tweeted about like that. There's still only up for her. Like, yeah, she yeah. has. She has everything you need. Yeah. Uh, everything you need to be a wrestler. Uh, everything you need to be a women's wrestler. Everything you need to be a successful wrestler in any company yeah. in any division. Yeah, he she like, has it all. Like he told her, he's like, "You're gonna be fine." And yeah. I guess he like thanked her for a birthday video she put together for oh, him. That's so funny. It's just like that's a. That's she's everybody a said like she's asset, just like they. You know? I think what, what somebody say like she bought every all the dog moms like Mother's yeah. Day stuff <laughs> like yeah it just uh, seems like a genuinely sweet person and yeah. Uh, yeah just super talented and. You know, I would be more than happy to see her versus Sheeta, her versus Baker, oh, her versus I, I'd Ty Conti. Uh, awesome, yeah, though. I think immediate upgrade to that division. Yeah, uh, and and bring some uh, bring some eyes, name recognition, bring some name recognition. Yeah, should be great. Yeah, um, and bring her in as the outsider. You know, it's the the one thing that the sort of AEW's women's division is. It's 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 you know all homegrown, right? I mean. Even I would even say Ty Conti is an AEW wrestler now because NXT didn't know what to do with her, how to develop yeah, her. Yeah, she's completely. And she's flourished. gotten leaps and bounds above sure. in AEW. So that women's yeah. division. So bring her in as an outsider. How good she is, I think yeah. that could really work. All right, the next one, Lana. Uh, you know, Lana. Uh, Lana has like one of the things that you need to be successful in uh in in the women's division of the WWE. Like, uh, it's just gorgeous. 
she's, she's you know, stunning. and yeah. she's been trying to work on her wrestling, and she's been tagging with Naomi. I think. Um, listen, I I don't know that she or her future will be in between those ropes, uh, but. You know, natural fit is come manage, come manage Miro. Yep, it works. It, it works. works in the WWE. It works. It'll work there. I think she's a better heel than anything. And uh, again, I mean, I'm not I, I don't typically. You know, uh, my my women's wrestling is uh, sort of beat the shit out of each other. Like I'm going to show you that we're tougher than anybody else. But uh, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with the, what Lana brings to the table. You don't want to see Lana unleashed and become like the next like a Kara Hakuta. <laughs> Oh boy! I couldn't, uh, I couldn't finish that. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I would love to see that happen. I would honestly, I would love to see her get that much ability to become one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, but she has other assets that she brings to a wrestling show that that aren't bad. Sure. Um, I don't care about Santana Garrett. Nope, so fuck I'm not her. Bye bye. Ask you either. See you later. Uh, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, another weird one. So. Uh, Buddy Murphy kind of out of nowhere on the main roster, right? In the with Seth Rollins, that's where he sort of got his come up. Uh, sort of a, a weird path, man. Because like uh, Blake and Murphy in yeah. NXT were great. Remember how fucking awesome they were! Super awesome, super over. Split them up. Did nothing with Wesley Blake. Yeah, until they just, they just kept throwing him in as as stable as a faction. Right? Man, if yeah, you know. yeah, and he's in. Uh, Forgotten Sons, who everyone forgot about. Um, he got released last time, didn't he? Did he? Did they release Wesley Blake? I think they did. did. They they only kept the real shitty ones yeah. out of that group? Okay, good. That makes of sense. Of course they did. Um, dude seems to be really talented. Apparently, I don't I don't know what this show is, but there's something called 205 Live <laughs> that people, that somebody sees somewhere, and they said he's he did dude, great on there. I'm telling you. If, I would love for you to go back and yeah. watch some of these matches that he had. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking awesome. Not gonna happen. I know you won't, um, but man, I remember like yeah. him and uh, Mustafa Ali had yeah. a street fight on mm-hmm. Two Hundred Five Live, and it was fucking great. Yeah, like okay. it's dude. His matches with Kenta were awesome. Yeah, sorry, Hideo Itami. Mm. Um, I'm I'm telling you, man, that dude can fucking uh, go. That, that, and everybody's saying that. I don't have all that experience. I liked him as a tag team wrestler. I haven't seen you know the last couple of years of stuff. Because uh, he's on shows that I, my TV just doesn't get those channels. But, um, which is sad. <laughs> um, do you remember the. Uh, well, no, because you don't watch main roster. He had a match with Roman nope. Reigns, I think it was last year. Oh, really? Four, okay. It was fucking awesome. That's you are, man. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, do, do I want AEW to bring him in necessarily? I don't know. Uh, I, because I think, you know. It, he's a little too, like, too much like Kenny Omega. Out, <laughs> out of the releases here that happened, you know, I don't want them all. There's two I want that that I would be like I would welcome with open arms. There's another one I would understand from Strowman on a short term deal. So like honestly, like I think I'd rather see Murphy maybe go and see what he can go after that junior belt in New Japan. Yeah, uh, you know, put him somewhere like that. I, I don't, you know, uh, I don't know his his pre WWE history. I don't know, you know, where he comes from or what indies and stuff. He's from Australia. Okay, all right, so. Go back there, take that short little hop. Uh, you know, let's see what you can do against uh, some of their talent there. 
you know, play around in the juniors in the juniors there, you know. I think he'd be awesome there. Yeah. Um just just because I think AEW is a little too crowded and agree too many people right, like him. Right. There. And one of the things with with WWE that I think you're going to see a lot more of these releases and I think some of them will be less shocking. I'm sure some of the higher end guys will get topped off, but they said something like Vince had like 200 or plus wrestlers under contract because he's hoarding guys well, well yeah we've talked about it right a bunch so of how and much i think talent. i think and there's tons of speculation about them selling the business i don't think that's going to happen under from a mcmahon um i think that they brought a guy in who was looking and can logically get in vince's ear and say like listen uh you're paying these guys to sit home if either you're not using them but you want them because you're afraid they're going to go to your competition or you're using them and they're not getting over. They are not assets to you and your company and you are paying them a shit ton of money. Like, you know, you get all these wrestlers that he's not using and combine all the money they're paying. It's a ton of money. So I think I, my theory is that they got business people in there who say like, stop being petty. If you're not using them or they're not getting over on your TV, what harm is it with them going to the competition? Because they are literally no asset to you they're they're not improving they're, your they're, show they're just sitting in there. any way and that's bad business i think you know he wants he's trying to make the company look better for the deals for the for the peacock deal for all this other stuff whatever it is um but uh, i don't think it's a sale I, I mean i you know if it is i'll leave my words i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon it's it just it, i think vince will have to die first it, it's tough because it's you know I, I get what you're saying with vince having to die and everything yeah. but like Man, if it looks like a rat, it smells right. like a rat. Yeah. Most of the times it is. And the thing is, I mean, there's a lot of these salary dumps that are happening. Sure. They got rid of, and we didn't even talk about Wait, this, yep. but they got rid of the whole, like, digital side of yes. content. Right. Like, ooh, it's, I don't know. I feel like there's there, there seems to be a little smoke right now. Sure, but also Vince is also still at every Raw ripping up scripts that he doesn't like minutes before they he's air. He's not at every Raw anymore, though. But he's still there ripping up scripts before yeah, they run out. But I think I, I, I think I, I, I just, do not see Vince ever giving up control of of his company. I I see the kids when it goes to them going. You know what? Well, you know we we've done this enough. This is our whole lives. Dad ain't here. We'll move on. Um, you know. But I I you cannot convince me that Vince is going to sell that company. His ego's too big. I don't know. I just, it, it's just, it, it is weird. Yeah. It, because they, I mean, they have like their most profitable year. Right. Massive TV contracts. Yes. Massive deal for Peacock streaming. Right. I feel like they feel like as a brand, they're probably never been more valued as they are mm -hmm. right now. I know TV ratings are in the shitter. Right. It's partly pandemic because sure. I'm sorry, but tuning into, I mean, first of all, three hour Raws are a joke. Yeah. But still tuning into these TVs and seeing just screens. It's, it's a tough watch. Right. Um, but man, it just, Ooh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't, I like, okay. I don't think it'll be a sale, but yeah. if somebody told me, yeah, WWE's getting bought out. I go okay, right? I, I get it. Yeah, like so bought out by like a Disney. One of the other things, like Amazon, that. Amazon. Oh, um, people are said that that Nick Khan did say that he sort of views the company as one side a wrestling company and the other side he's compared it to Marvel Comics. He just well, did an interview. I saw it that they want to build said, to be the next Marvel. Right, because in the nineties, sure Marvel Marvel was almost bankrupt. They sold off a bunch of their properties to movies, which was why we got that Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. And why it took so long to get a good Daredevil thing. Still waiting on that, actually. But, um, 
Uh, you know, that's why we haven't had a good Fantastic Four movie. It's why the whole the debacle of Spider Man happened is because the '90s they were going bankrupt. They sold all their the, yeah. the, all the biggest IPs so that they could you know survive. Sure. And now they're the biggest thing in the world. So I think I think part of the slimming down could also be that where they want to move their money into making legitimate movies, not remakes of Leprechaun, and uh, you know, like maybe they'll do like See No Evil three. Uh, one could only hope. One could only hope for legit. But um, I think they're going to look more – I think they're going to funnel more money into that kind of stuff and start changing the the media where they're, where they're wrestling and their stars are. Sure. Let's get them – let's get their wrestlers back on TV. Let's get their wrestlers back on talk shows. Let's get them showing up in cameos and in smaller roles in movies until you can build it up and up and up. Sure. Uh, you know, you got – Seen her in the Fast and the Furious. She had a rock in the Fast and the Furious yeah. before that. You know, yeah, I mean, you have Sasha the Mandalorian. Right. You know? I, th- I think they see that as a thing that they can do and Vince can control. And I think that's where they're going to start going because, uh, you know. You do want to you do want to try to be mainstream and that's what the, right. they're trying to be. I mean, they've right. always been like, they've always tried to be mainstream. Yeah, sure. But it does seem like, you know, that's the way the company's going. Right. And I, th- I just, I think, uh, you know, I think they want to branch that out. And I think that, uh, you know, the releases, while they're shocking, if you go back into the 90s, uh, in the early 2000s-ish, like, this happened all the time. They just dump people all the time and then bring them back if they wanted or figure it out. So I think that the, we're a little, as wrestling fans, a little jaded because Vince has been hoarding talent for so long that it seems shocking. But we'll see. I just think because the reasoning that people are given as budget cuts mm-hmm. when, you know, they're profiting hand over fist right. and other companies aren't doing this. Right. And it's just, ugh. but budget cuts is an easy, is an easy buzzword well, to just of, say of course it is, and yeah. get it out there and not have to explain yourself anymore. Well, and, and of course it is. But. So, well, the last person I want yes, to talk the big about one. This we one, saved this for last which, for a reason. Legit. Like, you sent it to me, and I, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yes. Uh, Alistair Black. Tommy N. Um, they literally have been running vignettes every week on SmackDown for him. Well, he, he came out and tossed Biggie a match. Well, no. Well, it, it was two weeks ago when he came out and he gave Biggie the fucking Black Mass. And then he, he was off TV last week. Yeah. And... People, I saw, oh, like, why is he off TV already? Like, you just started this big thing. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, they feel like WWE wants to, you know, keep it special and not just shove it down people's throats already mm-hmm. and let it play out a little bit. Okay. And uh, now he got fucking released. He got released. Uh, what in the, like, yeah. how? So How, how, how? Right. So this is the the other guy that I I feel would be an immediate fit in AEW, um, really anywhere. Um, but I want to see him wrestle, so I'm going to say yeah. AEW. Um, you know, in in the end, all the wrestlers I like, I want them to go wherever, give them the biggest contract, and they have the most money. Right? Of course, I, uh, I don't know these people personally, but I like them. I want them to make a shit ton of money. But this is a guy who. You know, if you want to put him against Okada, I'll be more than happy to watch that. Yes. Uh, you want to put him in AEW and let him wrestle Kenny Omega or Orange Cassidy or Pac, I'll be more than happy to watch those. Uh, wherever he'll make the most money. Uh, that guy's super talented and uh, was a character that they could have gotten so much more out of and bungled that over and over again. I, I just, I, it, it honestly fucking drives me nuts. Yeah. Like, that guy in NXT was like the fucking man yep. the mm-hmm. man 
Right. Even like then he comes up to the main roster and it just it felt like they never got that full backing. Nope. Which I know like people are knocking him a little bit for some reason right uh-huh. now because he's been going on like Twitch and like he yeah. talked like an hour yesterday. He talked a bunch today. I would say he's like, I'm not mad. Right. He's like, you know, a lot of people say plans like plans change. All this. He goes, listen, he goes, I had a great relationship with Vince. Right. And my whole thing is like, I'm like, like people are saying, oh, what a fucking bootlicker. Right. And I was like, dude, who like. If he did, he did. It's his fucking opinion. Right. Like, like let him well, let him let him say what he wants. And dude, honestly, like I'm yeah. sure that door's not completely closed. Right. That's you it. know, uh, Vince McMahon sucks. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend Vince from not sucking, but you're not gonna burn a bridge. Exactly. You know, like if Drew McIntyre got released, if he if he left and was like Vince McMahon's a piece of shit, I was the chosen one, yeah. and he, you know, all this stuff. He came back and he's fucking champion. I'm not saying that's gonna happen with with no. Alistair. But like you don't burn a bridge. No, you walk away. You don't have to. You know, you're not also not obligated to say nice things. But if you had a good relationship with the guy, who cares? Yeah. Well, so and what like, it is, like he said he goes. You know, Heyman was one of his biggest right. supporters, and Heyman fought for him a lot. And when they got rid of Heyman, everything fell yeah. to shit. And well, and he said too, he goes Pritchard fought for him a lot. Yeah. And he said he goes. He goes. He he's like I. Ne- he, he never told me that mm-hmm. he fought for me, but everybody else told me in meetings yeah. how much he fought yeah. for me. Right. So. Obviously, like, dude, the dude right. looks super unique. Right. He's tattooed like a motherfucker. He has a great look. Right. His wrestling, is, I think, is great. Great in ring. I mean, he, he adds, like, that yeah. kickboxing, striking element. Right. But he's a great wrestler. He has a great presence. The mm-hmm. entrance was badass. Right. The music he was badass. He can talk. He's an eloquent dude. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, a charming down-to-earth guy, too, who yeah. can also pull off the, like, dark stuff. Uh, I think they could have had a character... Uh, you know, he could, he was the guy, one of the, probably the only dude that can legit right now pull off the dark character, dark sort of mystical, otherworldly power character in the era that we're in now where everything is so really like, well, we're, we're not fakey fakey, we're real. And he, um, he talked about how like so, Taker would, like, yeah. he would have talked to Taker and Taker praised him a we, bunch. Uh, we've and, talked about this in private, but I, we, we've both said from the beginning, I felt that you could have made him the next Undertaker type character and let him yeah. have that kind of run. Dude, and I laughed today because I guess Booker T on his podcast. He's not as big, but he's a talent. Yeah, but uh, Booker T on his podcast was like, uh, I don't even think he was that unique. Everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking Booker about? Booker T is one of the most, like, front-facing happy, but behind that, bitter oh, dudes. He, he buries, like, he talks so much shit on everybody. Right. I remember when he was, like, putting down Sasha and right. everything. Like, what are you talking about? This he's, dude wasn't unique. He's a bitter what? dude. He Booker T's what? a bitter guy, man. And I don't know why. Dude has an amazing career. Yes. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. One, you know, like, one of the best <laughs> tag teams ever. Hall of yeah. Famer. Great runs on top with everybody. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he's, for whatever reason, like, he'll smile, but he'd be bitter. He is. And, that's and I weird. don't know why. I don't get it. Um, yeah. yeah, though, like, for him to say that, like, right. oh, Aleister Black's not unique. Mm-hmm. He's, like, one of the most fucking unique guys they right. had. I mean, right. And there's, there's been other tattooed guys and stuff, but, like, of course. the look and the in-ring style, bringing that kickboxing element, making it look good. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people can do that for real. And, well, and you know what a lot of people said, too? They go... So you're going to say it's his fault that a lot of his promos on Raw for how long were him sitting behind a door right. waiting for someone to come pick a fight. Right. How the fuck is that his fault? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I enjoyed that shit, yeah. too. Like, it was building his character. Like, for somebody to come pick a fight, and then it happened, he destroyed them. You right. know? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Booker fuck. T. Booker T's a dummy. 
Uh, yeah, like, so I, I didn't see all of it. I only saw a little bit of his shit today on yeah. Twitch. I saw most of it yesterday. Like, he, he seems like, like you said, he's a very right. down-to-earth guy. Uh-huh. Um, it is weird what they've done with his wife because of the rumors that she was being brought back in. Right. And now he got released. Right. So she, I don't know. It's well, it's weird. also weird that they just brought in Ava Marie and they're like, no, we're never going to have her wrestle. She's just there to like look good. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good, good for you guys, dummies. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's weird. But yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. That dude can go fucking anywhere yeah. he wants. I I'd so. love to see him in AEW. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him in New Japan. I'd love right. to see him wherever yep. he wants to go. Right. And, you know, uh, getting released sucks from our end, but, you know, he was in WWE for how long? Six years? Eight years? Something like that? Uh, I don't know. Five years? Six years? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, probably five. He probably five, made a... Four or five years? Probably made a good chunk of change. Hopefully he was smart with it. You have to live out at least a part of your dream. And, you know, he has, like, his clothing line right. now, which I guess is pretty there, successful. There ain't nothing to be bitter about, uh from a run like that. I mean, obviously you're going to want to do more. You're going to have that longing to be able to do more and sure. be on this and main event of mania, whatever. But you know, there's no, there's no point in being, in being bitter when you've lived out a part of your dream like that. Yeah. So, and well, and like, he, I guess they are on the Twitch. He like detailed this big storyline idea yeah. that he pitched and everything. I saw a lot of people like, Oh, well, thank God he got released. Then dude, you don't know how it is until you actually watch it on TV. Right. You know, like right. let, you have to let shit play out. But, yep. um, yeah. Oh man, that was uh, a yeah. that one actually made my jaw drop. Yeah. Um, which leads me into actually uh, mm. what we're gonna cover next week. Oh, let's talk about it now. Yes. Uh, we had a few things floating around. We did, but this kind of came up. We did. And, he's uh, bumped uh, much like the Samoa Joe week. He's bumped. Uh, it's got uh, our original idea got bumped yes. uh, potentially next week. We'll talk about that so later. So we're gonna week. talk. Uh, Alistair Black and yep. NXT next yes. week. Uh, because his PWG stuff is super protected online. Yeah, you can't find it anywhere. And a lot of other stuff involves that scumbag Marty Scroll. Yes, not happening. Which I ain't watching that shit. Right. Um, so we're taking the top three matches rated on Cage Match for his NXT run. Yeah. So the number three match we're going to watch is from NXT TakeOver New York mm-hmm. uh, from April 5th, 2019. Okay. My God, that was just a little over two years ago. Yeah. Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the uh, War Raiders, I think they were known as at the time, Hanson and Rowe. Yes. So, I was there for this match. Yeah. I never watched it back, Mm -hmm. so I'm very excited to see it. I remember it was fucking great, but I've never seen it before. Like, actually watching Mm -hmm. it. Uh, The second match that we're going to watch is from NXT TV, NXT episode 310. From uh, July 18th, 2018, Aleister Black versus Tommaso Are Tampa. these up on the cock? I'm sure they okay. are. I, I, I'm sure the takeovers are. I hope they're... I'm, I would imagine the regular NXT Yeah, it right. better be. Otherwise... The cock better get itself in line. Oh, boy. And then the top match rated that we're going to watch is from NXT TakeOver War Games 2. Mm. From November 17th, 2018, Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano. There you go. So, we're going to watch all those. They should all be up on Peacock. Yep. We approached the truck before. We yeah, it's all right. They're NXT. They'll be, they're I'm they're, sure they're recent. There. I'm sure they're up there. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of like uh, I want to watch these because they're all fairly new within the last two to yeah. three years. And you're going to watch these and go, God damn, why didn't they do yep, anything? This is what you it? had. This <laughs> is you've like. You let it walk. I mean. You've it, asked it to walk. Yeah. And, like. I'm going to watch these, but I feel like right. in my mind, I already have a different match that I liked more. Yeah. But I want to watch these. Sure. 
but I do have a different match yeah. in my mind. That I so like he did ask for his release not that long ago too, didn't well, he? Or he or he said maybe not. He said dirt sheets are all full of shit and don't believe him. He so did. Whatever. Yes. Well, but, there was the rumors where he wanted to go back to NXT, and right. he's like, "Yeah, I pitched it. And yeah. yeah, like they said, oh, well, that's like a good idea. Yeah, but it just didn't happen. Right. So, um, but yeah, Whew. yep. What a what a surprising one. That surprising one. one. Big um, chunk of the show. Yeah, and then uh, AEW people, I yeah. guess, kind of noticed that yeah. people were removed from their roster page. Um, there was Awesome Kong. Yep. That's listen, not a surprise. Uh, the, uh, listen, love her to death, uh, but when the knees stop working, that's just what it is. Yeah, she couldn't get queered anymore. You're right. We, it, it is what it is. They said, you know, people talking about how good she was backstage and, and all that sort of stuff and, you know, probably would be a really good agent. But on-air talent, she just didn't have the mobility. Uh, the, lots of years beating down, breaking down that body. To think, she got her last appearance on TV was getting taken out by malpractice. Well, that's, that's how you do things. That's what happens when you fuck with malpractice. That's right. right. And, and break. Where is malpractice? Where has she been? <laughs> yeah. That, that's a burning they're question. Saving, they're, saving burning question. The, right, they're saving her for a big lights-out comeback on the oh, next pay-per-view, okay. I'm pretty sure. All right. Pretty sure. I talked to Coatster the other day. That's what he told oh, me. God. Uh, and then there was also uh, Shanna. Yeah, who gives a shit? Fuck that lady. Yep, agreed. Asshole. Um, there were the rumors last week, last Friday after we recorded. The report came out about WWE and New Japan yeah. kind of talking. Yeah. I don't really know. Tony Khan cut his real cheesy bitch-ass promo. Yeah, and then he talked about it like in a news thing where he's like, New Japan loved it. Yeah. So, okay. who who knows? I don't yeah. know. Uh, I mean, listen, to, whatever. If it happens, it happens. That's uh, where I'm at. Like, if listen, it, if it happens, it happens. Right. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Whatever. If it, both companies working with them can get some pretty intriguing matchups. Um, you know, New Japan's on a bit of a down right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, WWE wants to throw a shit ton of, an irresponsible amount of money at them. I say go for it. Sure, do they want to keep working with AEW. Uh, you know, I imagine if, if, this, if WWE thing does come to fruition, it's going to be pretty hard to pry that u.s belt out of john moxley's hands yeah well but, and, uh, and i, know I, I that, honestly uh, don't see it happening but i know that tony khan said he's like we lo- we love our relationship with them and right. we have a lot more coming up right i think they just i think it's just WWE trying to figure out a way to get keep daniel bryan happy oh, and like can, can we not have a working grooming can we just let you have him for a g1 or something <laughs> yeah uh so let's talk about something that we watched before lots of stuff to talk about we recorded we're gonna have to Cut down on some of the things like that. Well, yeah, if it's long, it's long. If it's long, it's long. Fuck it. All right. Uh, I'm a sleepy boy, though. Well, pep up. All right, pep up. See, oh, what? See. Nothing's gonna pep me up more than the episode of the Dark Side of the Ring we just watched. Well, and that's why I grabbed a monster yeah. instead. Uh, speaking of monsters, Dark Side of the <laughs> Ring. Uh, In the shadow, the of shadow Grizzly of Smith. Grizzly Smith. Uh, listen, I am not gonna go blow by blow through everything that happened. Poor choice of words. Um, well, whatever. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts is the most famous one of that family. Yes. Which also includes Sam Houston and right. Rockin' Robin. Right. Uh, what and a baby doll. Married well, into it, but still. Married in. That Jezebel. That Jezebel. Uh, man. This was a tough one to right. watch. Uh, I like how they put the disclaimer at the beginning. Yes. You know, letting you know what you're getting into. Yes. Uh, and I like how at the end where they put up contact information to people that need help. Right. For rain. Listen, uh, the, the the sum up is Grizzly Smith is a gigantic piece of shit. 
uh, just a, an absolute like uh, one of, of the one of the worst pieces of shit in the history of professional wrestling uh, or life or life. life right like you know like uh, horrible human being if you saw beyond the mat we know a lot of it he was there with Jake Jake told some of those stories sure that's where in it uh, Grizzly Smith says you know Jake was born out of love and oh, I still love him oh. and then you learn that Jake was born from a woman who or a woman a girl yeah, was who was 13 yeah. because Grizzly Smith uh, was fucking pedophile yeah jake straight up was just like yeah he was a fucking pedophile. right disgusting uh so much tragedy in that family uh as i said to you while we were watching it until they had advertised this dark southern i did not know jake and sam houston were brothers mm-hmm. uh crazy um they're you know none of them really have a relationship because of the way grizz did uh, Honestly, everybody you, dirty could you blame them no not at all you know i don't even blame the crack addiction on jake anymore um, yeah, it's like oh, listen. Uh, trauma leads people to do awful things, and it it changes people, and it creates situations in people that sometimes the the only the 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 best fix at the time is drugs and alcohol. It sucks. I uh, you know I come from a family that it isn't nearly as bad, but it has similar trauma that ruined a lot of lives. Same. Um, and to watch this, and again, Beyond the Mat covered it. A good amount, and so we know about the sister who's kidnapped and with the no body, and we know about the, the we beyond the mat didn't come out and say it, but they they let you know that 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 Grizzly liked young women and his own children. Oh, Jake fucking said it right, right in beyond the mat, right? <laughs> and then you know that he also uh, molested his own daughters. Yes, <laughs> Grizz did. Um, this expanded on all of that, added to it. Um, it was. Heartbreaking and interesting to hear Rock and Robin talk about it, to hear Jake talk about it, and Jake hit hit the beats, you know, that he similar ways that he tells the story. You know, it's he's a performer, he's in front of the camera, he knows what he's doing, he knows what to say, he has the lines. You know, the it started with one chick, then it was two chicks, and there was three chicks and toys, whatever. Um, But then you get the Sam Houston part, who had really hard times. Um, I mean, they all did, but he's the one that sort of Grizzly Smith never really lost his shine to Sam Houston because he was a little more protected because of it, because they knew how hard he would have taken it. Um, and he was suicidal in prison already. Um, but, uh, yeah, Grizzly Smith fucking sucks. Uh, Jake is, uh, again, we talked about Jake last week or when we, yeah, when we covered beyond, when we saw beyond Mm -hmm. the mad drive, we talked about Jake, about how it's a miracle he's alive. Uh, I'm happy that he is. I'm glad that he's clean. He said two years sober on on this dark side of the years, ring. Did he, he say ten? Yeah. I thought he said two. I think he said ten. Hmm, I don't think so. Maybe he said two. I, I, don't I know. think it's I think it's closer to two because I think I, I think he because yeah. he, well, he went with Dally to like not that many years ago like the the Hall of Fame stuff and then yeah. I know he had a few slip ups after that even. I, do drink it. It's so, yeah. It's right. I don't know what how he right. measures his own sobriety, which that's that's right. not my place. But to judge. Uh, but I'm glad that Jake seems to be healthy. I'm glad he seems to have everything under control, and he's back in the wrestling business. And hopefully, uh, he's being helpful and good, and getting as much as his brilliant wrestling mind to the young people and the other wrestlers in AEW because. Uh, they say on the show, you know, Sam Houston was the most was the best wrestler in the family, and I disagree. Uh, physically gifted, yes. 
Uh, but Jake Roberts is the best wrestler in that family because yeah. uh, nobody thinks like Jake. Nobody made it work in that ring like Jake. Uh, and, uh, you know, but I guess probably Rock and Robin had the best working punch out of the family. That's what Vince said. Yeah. But, um, you know. But, yeah, uh, it's a tough one, man. Uh, I think it's a – you should watch it. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. It's, it's, it's a rough one. I – I teared up a little bit at the end it's, with Jake right. and Robin with the last things they said, uh, but yeah. man, it's whew. you know it's uh it's it's the dark side of the ring. It is not the happy side of the ring, uh, and this is a little bit different darkness than we've gone into on the show I, in the past. I, I think I think it was good for all the kids to talk about, it, including the brother. That right. I, did, I had no idea, yeah, no just idea, because right. he's never in the business. Yeah. I think it was all good for them. Probably very therapeutic, mm-hmm. very cathartic. Yeah. Um, and I loved the end of the show, the end message. So right. You know, it just you know, it, and it was uh, it was you know when the part at the end where Jake says, you know, I love my sister, and I think that maybe one day we could be friends. It's pretty. It's pretty powerful stuff. And you know, I completely understand having the the specter of a horrible father uh, hanging over you. And uh, the sadness and the relief when uh, that you get sadly <laughs> from that person's death. Yeah. Um, so you know, I hope they're all healthy. I hope they're all doing okay. Uh, again, they've all done horrible things and have been through horrible stuff. Yes. Jake is no goddamn angel at all. No, dude, and it's not excusing anything he's right. ever done. But like, but you you get an understanding <laughs> of of what leads to what. And, you know, the, the trauma and the horribleness of addiction and tr- PTSD and abuse and what it does to people. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that, that, that him and that Sam, that, you know, they're there, that, that they're, they're not dead, that they're all, you know, and Robin too, cause she yeah, said she right. had a real they're bad doing, drinking that they're doing the best own. they can yeah. to overcome everything and be better people. Yeah. And that's all, that's all you can ask if it, you know. You hope it doesn't take till you're in your 60s to redeem yourself and turn yourself around. But if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. So Yeah, dude. Uh, and I love Jake, man. Oh, Jake's watching Jake in the, the ring, listening one to of Jake talk, that's special. Yeah. Special wrestler. And, you know, like Jake says in there, uh, you know, and not that, you know, he's ever going to hear this or anything. But, uh, you know, he uh, he shoved wrestling right back down his dad's throat and became better, more popular, yep. more well-known. Yeah wrestler personality than his dad ever was so uh fuck you grizz yep oh boy all right so let's uh go through shit that we watched this week yes where are we starting uh i have two quick things all right oh yeah you watch the shows that i don't watch yeah because I'm more dedicated to the show than you. Uh, it's because I'm a married man and can't convince my wife that I want right. to watch wrestling every single night. There's also that. Part. There's also that. Yes. Uh, so I should have married somebody who liked wrestling. It's my I, fault. How, how dare you? It's on you. me. I know. All right. So uh, from Impact. Don't anybody tell Michelle I said that. <laughs> from Impact, the only one. Well, all right. Real quick. So it was funny. So she was leaving the room to go to sleep. Yes. We were watching Dark Side. She's like, I have to go to bed. Otherwise, I'm going to get sucked into this. Right. Because I'm like, because it's, 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 it's like a, a true crime. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a very. Right. It's like a rip from the headlines episode of SVU. Yeah. It's fucking messed up. It is. All right. So from Impact, the only thing I had um, was Satoshi Kojima debuting last week. He came out. Yeah. Uh, he literally confronted Joe Doring. Yeah. And just said, you. Yes. And I walked to the back. Hide your bread, everybody. So it's going to be. Bread uh, gang. Hashtag I think bread it's gang. Next Saturday, 
I believe, on Impact. It's yeah. uh, like their one event. I, guess. Yes. I think it's against all odds. He wrestled tonight, but we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Well, I'll watch it. You'll watch it. Uh, if I, listen, if my TV got that channel, I'd watch you, it too. No, you wouldn't. Uh, Satoshi for, Kojima. For Kojima, I would. Versus Joe Doring. Yes. Two Triple Crown, All Japan Triple Crown champions. Crazy. So Wrestling on Impact. <laughs> What a fucking weird world, man. Yeah. Um, all uh, right. For those of you who don't know, Koji's a legit legend. Uh, He's a fucking man. Held, like, one of the only men to hold both belts, all the belts, yeah. tag belts. New Japan. He was all Japan and New Japan tag champion yeah. with, with tens on at the same time. Yeah, IWGP heavyweight champion. Right. All Japan triple crown champion. Right. The man doesn't get enough flowers, and he should. Right. Um, and you watched him shop for jeans once. I did. The only thing I had from SmackDown was mm. uh, the Street Profits versus the Usos. Ooh, that sounds like it'd be good. Fucking awesome! Yeah, those guys are good at it what was they like do. The, it was like the opening match on the show. Yeah. It was great. Are the Usos still with the Uwa Man? Well, so uh, who's it? Jay? I don't know. Is like the right hand man. Yeah. Jimmy just came back from injury. Okay. Uh, there's in, like in, injury or injury? No, legit. No, injury. Okay. Legit, like blue knee out oh, injury. All right. Okay. <laughs> like was out for a year. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no. Injury or blew another red light? You know what I mean? I certainly blew into the breathalyzer. Uh, it was great, though. Yeah. It was fucking awesome, man. Stream mm-hmm. Profits are awesome. Usos are awesome. I, I love them as a tag team. So yeah, right. uh, that was some good shit. Good. And cool. then I think it's I think it's this upcoming week. It's going to be the Usos versus the Mysterios for the uh, tag titles. Okay. So who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. Um, all right, so since the world was out of weird fucking whack this week, yes, AEW has on Friday nights, Dynamite, yes. which uh, it is again this Friday. Yeah, I think for the rest of the month it's going to be, I think they're jumping to a Saturday one of the nights, oh, too. Oh, man, that's so wild. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess we'll talk Dynamite? You want to do Dynamite now? And we'll, so. Do we, I literally just okay. have an order like what I watched All in right. order, sort that's of. Fine. Yeah, um, literally, I think the last thing I watched was Dynamite, so, to get caught up, because okay. I didn't watch it before we watched the pay-per-view, but let's go, let's okay. do it, your order, let's go. You didn't watch the pay? I watched the pay. Or no, you didn't, you didn't watch the show before the pay. I didn't watch the show before the pay, right. I watched the pay before the show. Alright, good, as long as, as long as we both watched the pay. Yeah, we watched the pay. <laughs> Alright, so, Dynamite, uh, I'll go through some shit I have. I fast-forwarded through a ton of this show. I don't think I did. Because I had already seen the pay-per-view, so I was like, all right, let me just get the hits. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, first thing first, uh, holy shit, the crowd. Uh-huh. I was, man, I don't know. It's cool seeing people back. Yeah. Say what you will about the state of the world mm-hmm. right now, but, like, man, wrestling in front of people is just so much different. Right. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, the pop that the Dark Order got when they came out. Okay. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, super happy to see like them being in front of fans and fans loving them. Yeah. Because they've they're they're awesome. Yes. And I love how goofy they are and fans completely embrace that. Mm-hmm. So good to see them thriving as a group. Um I have the awful way in. Yeah, big shows and I use a scale. Did, did you watch it? I watched yeah. I oh, did, was actually. it real bad? It was real bad. Yep. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was real dumb. Uh, again, because uh, weight class, you know, unless you're real small, weight classes don't matter in wrestling. You're not, you know, uh, AEW doesn't uh, doesn't really bother with that sort of stuff. And you're going to do a weigh-in. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't legitimize you, especially when it's executed this poorly. It just looks dumb. Well, this you're not is, penalizing a guy for not coming in at the right weight yeah. or anything. This is Cody Rhodes trying to live out his Rocky Four fantasy. It's Cody Rhodes trying to live out a lot of fantasies, like the one where he thinks he's his dad. 
more on that later. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? And if you have anything, you know, please. Uh, well, so the, the next thing I have is Janela Hangman. I didn't have that written down. But no. Okay. I just, I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was a little in and out, but I, I just didn't see what Hangman got some color, and I didn't see what busted him. I didn't do. I couldn't, I couldn't tell. tell. Couldn't tell. Uh, and then Joe Janela got busted in his fucking mouth. Yeah. And he was getting dental work done today by Britt Baker because of it. Oh yeah, Britt was doing it for him. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, the Eddie Mox promo I thought was real good. Yeah. Them digging uh, the Eddie, shoes. Eddie in his LAX shirt, which is really funny. I love it. Man. Yeah, dude, Eddie's the best. Yeah. Uh, the funniest thing about that to me, it threw me off, was it started. And then it went immediately to commercial. Yeah. And then it came back yeah. and replayed the whole thing tough, again. Tough but, timing there. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I mean, those guys are good. Yeah. Love those dudes. Eddie's, Eddie's the best. They're my favorite tag team Eddie in wrestling right now. about Madball today. Okay. Weird. <laughs> it threw me off real quick. Right. Eddie also loves AFI. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, let's see, I also have the pop that Orange Cassidy yep. got when he came out. Yeah. That's your, that's, a, he's a star. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A fucking star. Yeah. He's. That's just the precursor to the pay per view, but yeah, I mean, well, he's, yeah. he's that's why I'm kind of running through these star. because right. you know, right? Um, hey, good to see Smart Mark Sterling, yeah, officially signed with AEW, right? So that's fucking cool. Good uh, for that dude, man. So, do you think just back to the OC stuff? Uh, do you think that it'll be that this is setting the stage for Kenny and the Bucks versus Death Triangle for the the three the three man tag team? Champ titles that they're saying are coming out soon. Uh, you think that'll be the first sort of program for it? I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know Kenny's doing the bell collector thing, but right. I don't know how much longer Impact and the AEW are kind of right. going to be working together. Right. So, because I don't know how much uh, is left to do okay. there. And also in that, so OC lays everybody out with the punch. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me because, uh, and again, we'll talk about it later, but like, they all know how over he is. They all know how good he is. Uh, and so, like, it's fun to watch him because they're like, they know he's money and they know he's money in the long game. And I think. They know. Uh, I they're think, not dumb. I think by this time next year, he'll hold a title, if not the title in that company. See, like you brought the trios. I would love for him and best friends to right. have the trios titles. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Right. It, uh, right, I think I think that would be awesome, but you run the risk of like handcuffing OC a little bit because he is that over as a singles. But he, we'll see. He is, but at the same time, I think like if you want to make this division successful, right. have yes. him there. Right. You know, mm-hmm. have like the a legit true star right. there. I, I think yeah. you know, have him be the focal point and everything. Don't hey, best friends are awesome, but like right. Let, let's 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 be honest here. Agree. Uh, the last thing I had from it. Uh-huh. Was that final segment of the show? Okay, those pile drivers off that concourse through the tables. Yes, were fucking gross. They were. I legit like I, cringed. That when was I saw uh, it. to me. That was the best part of this entire show. Were those pile drivers, dude? They were right, like super dangerous. <laughs> yes, super dangerous. <laughs> like, uh, ooh, what so, are we doing here, boys? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm gonna hop back once we're done talking about this, but just real quick. Uh, I didn't know why Bischoff was there again. I was like, why the fuck is Bischoff here? And it's this inner circle nonsense. Uh, I got real upset when they were beating up Dino. Yeah, man. I was how like, you leave that? Dino alone. Yeah. He's an old, old man. And how about the, the funny, uh, they haven't, they're having to run from the ring into the field and mm-hmm. Jericho's just trailing his ass. So right. Far of course behind. he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's running like he had somebody else's poop in his jeans. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought those pile drivers were the best thing on this whole dynamite. 
Dude, I, I went back and watched it again, and yeah. I was just like... <gasps> I don't remember who was who, but the one on the right took it real low, and I was like, uh-oh. And that was uh, the bald FTR, Padre yeah. and Santana. Yeah. And I was just like... Took that real low. Dude, I was... Uh, the, when they jumped out of that, it, he was he was hanging a little too low for my for <laughs> yeah, my liking dude. on a pile driver. That was quite the, uh, yeah. quite the spot. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> before that, just want to jump back really quick. Uh, the Sheeta promo. Sheeta's first in-ring that they've done. Yeah. Uh, awarding her the new belt. Good for uh, her. Completely uh, deserving. Uh, I just want to say, like, her English got real good. Well, and... She didn't speak any or much English at all when she came to to AEW. Well, and this was... A, a, the content maybe <laughs> a little stunted. She's a little nervous. But, like, her speaking her English is really good. Well, and that leads me to the next thing that came from Dynamite. Well, we're... Uh, somebody on the Spanish announce team by the name of Willie Urbina, uh-huh. mocking Sheeta's accent. Yes. Willie Urbina has been let go. Yes. And Tony Khan apologized to Sheeta. Yep. And, and Sheeta tweeted that she didn't give a shit because fuck that guy. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are like, Sheeta's been working hard at her English, you know, uh, to if, get if you better. Follow her on promos. social media for a long time. She's, she moved to America and she's like, uh, she, she used to apologize. She'd say, I'm sorry, my English isn't very good. Yeah. She would say it when she'd do backstage promos. I'm sorry, my English isn't very good. And like, that's, you know, that's, uh, uh, makes her nervous. It might have been a little embarrassing and for yeah. no, no, she shouldn't have been. Uh, but this promo, her English was very good. Uh, so, you know, good for her. And uh, Britt Baker uh, out here saying, that there was an era of 316, and now this is the era of the DMD. Don't, don't you dare jump, jump in the gun, lady. Yeah, let's uh, jump in the gun. Listen, you've been, you've been awesome. You've been great. But let's uh, right, yeah, right. But there's not a lot of uh, Baker maniacs running around. No, there sure is know, not. So, well, I did anyway. watch things before this, but let's just get into the do- into the pay per view. Okay, because we did watch this on Monday. Yes, on Memorial Day. Hmm. Uh. I, I'll run through what I have. You okay. can inject oh, yeah, whatever. Let's go. Um, we watched it together. Yes, so. we did. Uh, the pre-show match. Awesome. Serena Deeb is fucking awesome. I would have put this on the main show. I would have swapped some shit around. Yeah, like Cody Agogo, because fuck Cody Rhodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> my dream my dream AEW card is Cody Rhodes on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah not even jerking the card. No, nah, you get the pre-show. pre-show. How about the dark match? Right. Uh, in a squash where Nick Camarado just beats the shit out of just him. Just eats you alive. Yeah. Yo, Serena Deeb. Uh, this was this was <laughs> Deeb's match. Uh, <laughs> Rio, I, I'm not high on Rio, and a lot of people are. Uh, she looked fine. She just, to me in the ring, she's very odd. I don't know if it's just the style that she worked. Like that cutesy girl, like Joshi style. Um, but like her cells are odd to me. She's just a little odd in the ring. She's not bad. It's just odd. Uh, Deeb was a goddamn superstar in this match. Well, and Deeb started wearing the shirt, the woman of a thousand holds. Right. And she took a picture with Dino Machine yeah. wearing it too. Nice. That made me real happy. Stinko Malenko. Um, uh, yeah, Deeb looked phenomenal in this match. Dude, like, shockingly how good. How good right. was that? Right. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, right. I know she's good, but God if she, damn. If she can deliver performances. And, you know, everybody's pumped up because the crowd is back. Like, you can see it on their faces. Oh, like, 100%. It's the first. They're all you know, fired up. Uh you know, but uh, lock her down. Let's get her. Let's get her full time in this yeah, company. She's still the NWA champ, but you know what? AEW's right. printing merchandise for her, so sure. You got to wonder, like, is there something maybe on that back end? Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, the double leg dragon screw from that match was real dumb, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, real stupid. Yeah. But but, but yeah, yes. Deeb looked phenomenal. And I laughed because I'm like, God damn, she looked that good, and she was just the only offered a coach role in NXT. <laughs> yeah. Like 
One of the problems, so that was, that's an interesting thing. NXT put out like the trainer's photo like last week or the week before or yeah. whatever. And I looked at that thing and I was like. Scotty too hottie. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, there's like 20 guys in the photo. And there's one black guy and it's Norman Smiley who's great. Yeah. And there's one woman. Yes. That's the only coaches they have. Everybody else is white dudes. It's fine. They're talented guys. But, like, how are you going to properly evaluate female wrestlers coming into NXT if you only have one woman on the team of evaluators? Well, and I think they... doesn't make any goddamn sense. I think they look at it because look who's all, like, kind of come through with Sarah Del Rey. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, her... If they're giving her full credit for training, right. like the girls, sure. she's kind of been knocking it out of the park for a long time. Absolutely. Sarah is amazing. Yeah. But I'm thinking whoever's making these decisions on who to sign and who to offer coaching roles missed the boat, and they've missed the boat more often than not because... I feel like they missed the fucking boat on having Serena Deep not work. Right, exactly. Like, they missed shit. the boat there. They let Ty Conti go yeah. and did not let her live up to her full fucking potential. Yeah. So and Look at her. She's thriving. Right. So, um, but anyway. All right. Next thing I have... Yeah. Uh... Hangman Brian Cage yep. was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really good. I thought it was awesome. It was very good. To start a pay-per-view, that crowd was red hot. Right. Um, well, Hangman's super over. That's the right well, guy to well, put he, up there. Well, yeah, we've been saying it. That, that's the guy who needs to take the belt off Omega at right. some point. Has needs, to be. needs to be Has him. To be. You got to bring I, that storyline back around and yeah. make Hangman the way you should have from the beginning. I thought that match was excellent. Yeah. Probably Brian Cage's best match he's ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hangman is is the man. Cage's ring entrance gear looked dumb, uh, and he's going to blow a knee if he keeps trying to do flips into the ring. Yeah, but uh, but it was a very good match. Chill out on that, but yeah, good awesome. match. Right. Um, next thing I have here is the entrance for the tag team known as Wild Thing. Yes, dude. That crowd was in love with Moxley and Kingston. Huge. Absolutely in love. And also, again, they're my favorite tag team in wrestling right now. Yeah. They are thrown together tag team. They feel so different. Which they say they are, but they they feel real, and they, they're fucking shit kickers, man. Yeah. And that's what I like. They're just there to fuck shit Dude, up. I loved like how fired up you could tell Moxley mm-hmm. was like... He was just thriving off yeah, that crowd. Right, they were. They loved him. They loved. They love Eddie. Eddie. I think they love Eddie more. I think they're How hotter. For the, that crowd Eddie was bigger get? for Eddie. Because well, and that's the first time Eddie's got to work in front of that crowd before right? like that. So right, crazy. Yeah. Um, and dude, the match was fucking really so, good. Yeah, uh, it was so good. I, I will never say I'm an expert, but I will say with with comfort, with uh, confidence. That uh, one of, if not the best, Young Bucks match. Uh, they're reined in. They're controlled. They're wrestling guys that they're treating like guys who are there to murder them. They're not there to wrestle them. They're there to beat them up. Yeah. The ending gets a little wonky. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, the bald buck dyes his hair like red-brown. And as I said to you, it makes him look like Steve Kern when he was in The Fabulous Ones. Yes. Uh, which, if that's what he's going for, maybe I'll give you like, <laughs> maybe you'll be up to like negative four points instead of negative five points in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it, this match was so good. Uh, Kingston has the, probably the hottest hot tag in the history of professional wrestling. That crowd was just clamoring. Uh, like the only, the match. only tag team that has a hotter hot tag is a rock and roll express. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Eddie, uh, house of fire, uh, just crazy hot tag. Really good match. And again, the end, uh, the, all the super kicks didn't like the, 
Uh, that was, dude, that was the only thing. Like the finish sequence. Only thing from the match right. that I didn't care for was right. just the, like the finish with all the super kicks. They Other went, than that, the finish went real awesome. young, Bucky. Uh, but a really great match. R- cannot recommend enough. Go back and watch this match. And if it's a young bucks match that we're both recommending, you know it's gonna be real good. Well, and you know what? I, I kind of laughed because Michelle was watching a little bit, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, like is this is their goal to be like for the young bucks to be just douchebags and make people hate yeah. them?" And we're like. Yeah, yeah, and they're doing a fucking good job. Right, it's because like, it's because that's who they are. Yeah, and like, right. they, ever since this like, heel turn, they turned it up even more. Right. So yeah, of course, that's how they work. They should never them. be faces. They're they're not good at it. No, they're, they're not likable humans. Shitty heels right. like they're, that. They're not likable humans. Yeah. Um. But yeah, holy fuck, that match. Was it was great. amazing. Yes. Uh, I know a lot of people loved every single second of this pay per view. Mm-hmm. It kind of took a dip for me a little bit after here until until a little bit. Yeah. Um. Th- I do have written down here. Um. Miro yeets a snake, <laughs> um, where he just fucking okay. launched the snake. Yeah. The the snake uh-huh. that was hilarious to me. Okay, um, Cody Agogo stunk. Yeah, I it's thought it was a real down point. Uh, you have a guy booked the the storyline through the whole thing. He's a boxer. He's been laying Cody out with de- one punch. Laying him out with one punch. You know, de- this deadly punching guy came in and wants to be a wrestler because he's blind in one eye, like all that stuff. Uh, in this match, laying people out with punches, gets in the ring with Cody. Cody's dressed like some weird, idealistic. Some people are saying like Homelander from The Boys, which if you watch The Boys, you know how fucked up that is because that's not a good guy. <laughs> um, but whatever. Um, and then they have a go-go doing like frog splashes and shit. Uh, this should have just, if you wanted Cody to get over and win, which is what they did, where he fits, hits the cop collar, um, like, uh, it should have just been Cody eating punches and having a struggle to overcome. It should have been that, and you know what he should do? Like, roll up finish. Right. Spe- right. You know what? Hey, yeah, this dude brutalized me. I'm the pro wrestler. But, but I'm a wrestler and he's exactly. not. Exactly. Right. That's what it right. It's just, uh, that right. shit is easy. Right. Watch, watch all the Inoki. Pretend that you are even uh, an eighth of the human being and man that Antonio Inoki is, and just steal shit. Yeah, just go for That's it. You gotta do. Uh, you know, instead of kicks from the ground, have a go-go throwing his punches. You yeah. sh- I, I don't see why a go-go should be up there doing frog splashes and shit. Like, doesn't make any I, sense. I I kind of get it because like you're in pro wrestling now, sure. so be like, okay, I'm training. I learned something. You know, I I get right. that. And even on commentary, you could have put all over mm-hmm. it. Oh, he's not just relying on his striking. He's showing he can right. be those moves sure. or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what it should have been. Just Cody right. getting his fucking ass beat yes. for like six, seven minutes. Right. Roll up, finish. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. That's all it has to be. Commentary, put him over. Oh, Cody at the end. Yep. He's the pro wrestler. Exactly. He's a pro it. wrestler. He's the, he's the collegiate wrestler. <laughs> that's that's it. That's all it is. That's and all it had they, to be. Yeah. Uh, Cody stinks, man. So he had to hit a fucking. Yeah, sucked. Goddamn Fuck cop garbage. Killer. Oh, my God. Cop caller. Cop caller. Yeah, well, yes. I don't know who case. called us that online, but I love you. It's the cop caller. <laughs> Uh, next thing I have here is uh, Dr. Britt Baker. Oh, well, we didn't talk about the Casino Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, I did not enjoy it. Yeah. But Jungle Boy deserves it. Yeah. Well, that's it, it. That's all I wanted to say. It's just like, man, on a four-hour show, it's tough. Yes, very tough. Um, that should have been on the pre-show. Yeah. Hey, good for Leo Rush. He's, he right. came out and said he signed to New Japan. Yeah, but, great. You know, working agreement. Mm-hmm. So, cool with that. Yeah, didn't care for the Battle Royal, though. And yeah. I usually love it, it, was, like, it wasn't offensive or anything, but I'm just like, eh, it was there. Right. Um, but yeah, Britt Baker. Yeah, finally got the, got the belt. Right, figured decision. that was gonna happen. Yeah, 
Absolute right decision. Yes. Match was good at times and not good at others. Yeah, it, uh, it was. They it were was laying. Okay. They were laying their shit in for some points. Other times should. not so As great. Uh, but uh, it's the right decision. Uh, I was sort of touched by both of them crying on their entrances because yeah. they're in front of crowds and they yeah. know how big the moment is. She just had the belt for over a year. That you know, obviously, they know she's going to drop it to Brit. And that Brit, crowd was Brit, red hot for both. Right. Of them. Brit has her opportunity. Uh, Brit. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep Brit a heel. Oh well, it, but here's the thing: she like, hugs Shivani afterwards. She, awesome. she holds the title up, like the crowd's cheering. It's gonna be hard to keep her a heel. I think you can do it. You, yeah, she could be like that anti-hero. Yeah, where mm. like she could still be her cocky self, right. still put down people, like whatever. Right. She could put down faces or heels. Have sure. her be the tweener because mm-hmm. she's too popular and she's too good on, with right. her character work. Yeah, to not get cheered. right. Character works way better than the in-ring work. She needs to. She needs to get better there. Uh, but I don't. They're not going to have her wrestle every week, so no, and they shouldn't. Right. Uh, next thing I have, people should be chase. What the division should be now is everyone trying to chase their spot up to get yeah. at her. Yeah. Next thing. Yes. Um He's a man called. Sting. Good God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the the surprise of the night, I think. Good uh, Lord. Yeah. The uh, Stinger. Steve Steve Borden. Listen, pal. Uh, 62 years 62 old. years old doing doing splashes right to start the match taking bumps on the on the ramp uh diving off poker chips right stinger splashes uh right uh listen uh sting looked sting looked good and not like good for a 62 year old sting sting looked good yeah uh this match was better than at any rate that it that it had to be yeah and uh I mean, I loved it. And, uh, you know, this uh, Sting, if not for Eddie Kingston, uh, in a few matches before this, Sting would have had the biggest hot tag in the history of hot tags. Yeah. Uh, built this right. Sting did a lot, uh, but just enough. You know, like, didn't. It was. It wasn't was there exactly doing a ton? What he, like, if he's got his shit this, in. Right. Th- this is perfect. Right. Uh, you know, Darby was a madman. Dude. Uh, Paige and Sky really took care of him. Yeah. Paige did and really Sky were good awesome stuff. In the match. Great. Right. Uh, the, everyone will remember Stinger in his in ring return. Dude, Darby at that beginning of the match, when he yeah. did that dive, mm-hmm. I was like, he legit looked like he got fucking shot out of a cannon. Right. Like, yep. he is insane. And when he got thrown outside over the ropes to the outside oh, over the guardrail, he came real close to not hitting that or to hitting the guardrail. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, all, all the props in the world is to Sky and Ethan Page. Was not into them as a tag team. Was not into this angle until I found out they were actually bidding Sting in the ring. Uh, that finish. And the finish is perfect. That is that is exactly how you finish that. We were watching it, and I was like, he's hit the... He did the he did the splashes. Scorpion he did the he did lock. the death lock. Uh, shout out Ricky Choshu. And uh, and I was like, man, I, I don't know that he could take that bump, but I want to see the Scorpion death drop. And that's what he did. I <laughs> popped huge for it, man. It looked good. This thing took a little on his butt to protect himself a little bit, which is fine. He's 62. Right. He, he, uh, he, looks, he looked great. He did, got his shit in. He did exactly what he needed to do. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love this match. Uh, it's yep. another one you should go back and watch, I man. I just if, was so happy. Uh, listen, if you if you don't get the, the tingly in your stomach watching Sting wrestle, Adam. Uh, there's uh, there's something wrong with you, and uh, the stinger looked good. This was not cinematic. The stinger looked good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you should do it all the time. You know what, dude? If he never does this again, right. I'm okay. 
It's a much better way to go out than what they give him in WWE. Well, yeah, for getting fucking so. wobbled by Seth Rollins. Right. So, which yeah, it wasn't Rollins' fault. Right. It was a freak accident. Yeah. But it was an accident with a freak. Oh boy. Uh, the triple threat <laughs> match. Yes. Yes. The Sweet. the main event of this show. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Yeah. This is your world championship match. It yes. should be the main event of your show. OC Pac and uh, Kenny Omega. Uh huh. Good God. So, I don't have any notes about this match because I was completely enthralled by it. Every part uh, of it. Just wow. Uh, one of the best uh, triple threat matches ever. It, I was, think. it was incredible. I, I would, dare I say, uh, if if not five star, pretty damn close to five star. Uh, everybody did everything they needed to do. Everybody looked great. Oh, maybe one wrestler looked a little better than everybody else. Looking at you, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, goddamn superstar. In this yeah, match. but I'm. It's everybody. It's everybody. It's everyone. Right. Uh, I thought everybody pulled their weight. Fucking absolutely. <laughs> I think it, everybody looked great. I think OC is the superstar. I think the crowd's the most. Again, the pops for him are ridiculous. Oh sure. They did the sequence of selfie after se- selfie, <laughs> falsy after falsy, uh, where so they know that they that this they're testing the water, seeing how the fans are going to take it, or they know the fans are going to bite on sure. it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody in this match is great. Uh, Kenny, probably Kenny's best AEW match. Uh, yeah, it's up there. It's up probably there. Probably his best uh, one, I agree. And, uh, you know, felt like old Kenny. And he's he's gotten there before, uh, but he's in there with two other guys who are two of the best in the company, yeah. who have very bright futures, who, who, unfortunately, you can't put the strap on both of them, like, right yeah. now. Uh, so you have to wait a little while, but they're both deserving of it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is three mega stars and, uh, you know, of course I'm biased cause I love orange Cassidy more than most things in life. You're biased. Yes. Uh, and to see him sort of, uh, get this sort of pop and look this good, like orange Cassidy, a guy who people still consider just a comedy wrestler who an out of shape comedy wrestler, uh, in the, in essentially the main event of a pay-per-view wrestling Kenny Omega, who's arguably the biggest wrestler in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's it's wild and they all look good and everybody got their shit in and uh OC forever. Man. Uh yeah. OC for president. I, I mean, don't care. At this I'm point. going all three for president, honestly. All right, let's like do said, it. Everybody fucking I'll take it. was a was a goddamn megastar. I said to you during the match, uh at at some point OC needs to hold the belt. At some point Pac needs yep. to hold the belt. It's just you can't yeah. deny these dudes, and it would be a fucking shame if neither of them ever do hold it. You got to. They just at some they, point they are all right. so over, yep. and they're they would all be credible champions. And they've stayed over. Yeah, I mean they're they're incredible, uh, dude. Don Callis during this mm-hmm. was great on commentary. Yeah, when he left commentary, when Kenny was in trouble, mm-hmm. <laughs> shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he played his fucking part well. I I'm a big Callis fan, yeah. so I think he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the it was absolutely incredible match of the night. He's gonna be on the match. Easily. Gonna be a match of the year contender. Yeah, uh, you know uh, the that tr- crowd was red hot the whole time right. for this. And this was this this was a long show. It was a four hour show. It's a long that, one. Man. There's a match after, but um, they you know they've been out in the sun in Florida cheering it's hot for a, a bunch at this point three plus hours because of the pre-show yeah. it's hot there was other hot matches on i mean the sure. eddie kingston pops were huge the you know the sting pops were fucking huge the Britt baker pop was huge and 
you you hear those crowds and they tire out and they wear down and you get to this point in the show and like you got to it's got to be real big stuff to get them reacting this was huge throughout yep absolutely uh, must see i would say uh if you have I not agree. if you have not seen it uh hit me up i'll i'll get it to you somehow yes but my, yeah. I will. I'll. I'll describe it to you. I, I will. I will watch it. I'll give you my <laughs> phone number. I will watch it, and I will tell you what's happening over the phone. Well, I can give you the phone number right now. It's five seven. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Mark Henry's in AEW. Okay, good for him. Cool. He's a. I like Mark Henry. Man. He's a coach slash announcer yeah. on Rampage. Okay, I'll be beat somebody so up. I, somebody's gonna get their ass beat. Right. Somebody's gonna get their wig split. Exactly. Uh, beat him up, break his neck. Yeah. So. Tony Khan said today that it's going to be a uh, a big star joining Rampage with him. Okay. Who knows? Uh-huh. Who knows when we find out? Bubba Ray Dudley. I will fucking... <laughs> I will watch that show on mute. What big star could it be? Don't know. When does Rampage come? It's coming soon, right? Uh, Mid-August. Oh, okay. So... I know, 90-day clause. Yeah, I don't clauses. Know. I don't know. So we'll see. Okay. Who knows? Like joining him to be a wrestler or joining him on commentary? on commentary? Ah, okay. So, who knows? Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, Stadium Stampede. What's Bob Euchre doing these days? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that reminds me. <laughs> Never mind. There was a funny thing on Stern once with Artie and Norm telling Bob Euchre stories. Mm. He'd be up in the booth. He'd be like, oh, and there's a foul ball. And then he'd hit the mute button and be like, look at the look at the." <laughs> Look at the tits on that whore. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And then he'd be like, all right, strike two. All right. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, good job, you And then Artie like, told the story, like a clean-up version of it on yeah. Letterman. And next time Norm saw him, Euchre <laughs> goes, what the fuck is wrong with that Artie Klein? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that cocksucker must be running short on material. <laughs> Dude, it's such a fun. I'll, we'll have to watch. It's yeah. such a funny interaction. That's funny, man. I love, um, I love Bob Euchre. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Stadium Stampede, uh, man. it was there. Listen, last year's I thought was a ton of fun. On any other card, I think it would have worked. But following the... Just the, the way this was laid out right. was real weird. Uh, like Following the true main event, uh, the, the great, great triple threat match. Uh, this is... Uh, maybe my, my recollection is off, but this is way too broken apart as opposed to last year's. They, they, and it is because they treated like each pairing like an right. individual fight scene, right. which Jericho's like, well, that's how we wanted to do right. it. And we brought and in stuntmen and fight coordinators. Yeah. I'm like, you're wrestlers. You should be the fight coordinators. And Urban Meyer, fuck you, Urban Meyer. Right. Um, yeah, it just seemed too disjointed. Uh, you know, they tried to hit some references to the last time. It was fine. Uh, again, on this card where you have the crowd back and, you, and your main event is something that the crowd can't possibly be involved in. Not for the majority of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was a bit of a bummer, you know. And then they, you know, they're like, oh, dude, we filmed it over four days and we did this and that. I, I didn't love it, but it was fine. Uh, again, probably separated out or a part of a different card. It would have been better. But but you, you got the Eddie Kingston pops. You got Sting looking like a million bucks. And then you have that that triple threat. This is not a, it's just not a successful follow. Yeah, um, but, it was. Eh, I don't right. know. Like you said, I don't think it was as good as last year. I hope it's the end um, of cinematic style matches. Listen, it's not bad if you do them every now and again. I'm I, okay I mean, with I that. like the ones we got a lot. Yeah, I'm but, okay with that. Right. Um, but if you're having fans back, let's do it. Yeah, I. <laughs> I will say. FTR and Tully Blanchard looking like some man-ass men. <laughs> uh, I will say Tully Blanchard uh, uh, 
got a little too happy with his scissors and cut his shirt in a little too deep. Titty Blanchard came titty out. Bl- titty Blanchard, <laughs> Blanchard's titties fell out. <laughs> the best part of that whole thing, I thought, was them versus Santana and Ortiz. Because yeah. it didn't feel like a choreographed fight scene, and it felt like an actual real fight. Right. Which is what this was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but that's all I had for that AEW pay-per-view. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. But it was really good pay-per-view. Yes, very uh, good. Again, it's, uh, you know, we watched it the next day because we were busy. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, busy staring at uh, Anna Fauci. Right, Anna Fauci. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, again, if, 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 you, if you did not see these and you want to uh, catch, catch one of the matches or something, I'll, I'll figure it out. So hit us up on the social yeah. media. Uh, we'll talk the last, like, real wrestling we watch for the week. Okay. And then the, the two special things. All right, let's watch. do it. So what are we talking, NXT? Yeah, so okay. my notes from NXT, I don't have a lot. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, there they are. Okay. Yeah, so, I got a little bit. Not as much. Yeah. I, this was, uh, uh, not to not to spoil the whole thing, but they're they're doing uh, like a takeover in two weeks, right? Yeah. So this felt typically like their... It's the build. Like their week before the, the go-home show, where it, the wrestling isn't the focal point of the show. Yeah, um... So, takeaways I have that that opening triple threat I thought was was really good. Fucking great, till the fuck finish. real good. I don't mind the fuck finish mm. though with this because you're bringing back Adam Cole, which I, and I love Adam Cole. Okay, um, but yeah, I thought the match itself was yeah, the match was really awesome. good. Awesome. Uh, well, we can talk about this later a little bit, but uh, man, Adam Cole, he's uh, looking, looking a little thin, looking a little. Uh, not that he was ever a big guy, but he's looking a little less big. Uh jeans and a t-shirt. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, let's see. Next thing I have, uh, the Kaiwata kicks. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dakota Kai. Does she call them that? No, I do. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I showed you that clip from Twitter while we were watching, where we were yeah. sitting watching um, uh, Cobra. The end cell was awful. The, the kick? Yeah. Yeah. It was real bad. Uh, she missed. I like well, to sell out of the ring, though. Different cameraman. Just go yeah. with a different fucking angle. Right. Fuck. I, I don't mind it. It wasn't great, but uh, yeah. but I like to sell out of the ring. I think that was fine. I just enjoyed her grabbing uh, Ember Moon by her fucking hair and Kawada kicking right, her kicking over and over again. Right. Dakota Kai is awesome. Yeah. I love Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't really have much else. Uh, uh, Ever Rise, I want them to feud with Hit Row. I do. But I don't. Yeah. But I do. Uh, it was funny. I feel like hit row. They were they were very much the 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 not the focus of that promo that was setting up yeah. Maverick and Dane versus yeah. Hit Row for Hit Row to get a win over those guys. Uh, but I liked that uh, like Ever Rise was there and funny, and they were like uh, Dollar King and like they got their names wrong. Yeah. And I'm sh- and it'll give Ever Rise something to talk about uh, this Saturday. Yeah. So Saturday morning, uh, 10 a.m. I'll be drinking from my Ever Rise put, Rules uh, mug. You put Ever Rise on TV. I'm I'm never not going to talk about it on this show. That's true. So, um, I skipped over the majority of the Teddy Biasi stuff because that would have meant I had to sit through an LA Knight match. Uh, well, thank I, I skipped that as well. But thankfully, uh, LA Knight lost, and Ted was like, "No, he's not the guy. Moving on." Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because Cameron Grimes tried to get, came out to try and convince him that he should be the guy. Oh, okay. Because when I saw LA Knight on TV, I was right. like, so I watched this after I got home after yeah. we watched Cobra. Okay. And I was just like, I don't have it in me to watch right. this fucking uh, shit. Atlas, Atlas wins, and uh, Ted's yeah. like, he's not the guy. If he can't pull this off, he's not the guy. Well, so, good. yeah. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Jesus yeah. Christ. Hopefully. Uh, let's see what else do I have. Uh, that Cole Cross. I hated that promo. promo. I hated it. 
Yeah, not very good. Um, what the fucking hell was Scarlet wearing uh, that is on the, her face? That is the least of my concerns, dude. Like the uh, black paint with TikTok rings. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Uh, listen. What are you doing? Uh, this Adam Cole promo was trash. Uh, the the whole like uh, I'm here because I because I'm I'm a good wrestler. And I'm a good, and like the things that I do in this ring are real, but what you do is fake because you get the smoke machines and the company props you up because you're not. I'm like, wait, so everything he does is fake, but everything you do is real? The fuck out of here. Yeah, I didn't so much take it as that. I took it as like that weird, like, work shoot. Right. Uh, uh, You know? (laughs) I I do not like work shoot promos like that. Yeah, work shoots are weird. Uh, And yeah, I was just, I just wasn't feeling it, man. And I'm, you know, I, I don't want to see Adam Cole carrying cross. I don't care. No, I don't. It's not not that interested. It's weird because it's like is Cole playing the tweener now? Right. Yeah. You know, because it's like he beat up everybody in the match before. Right. Because Cross is the heel. Right. Yeah. And Cross supposed to be the heel. Right. So this this title run that weird like dangerous Cody territory. This title run for Cross needs to be short, and they need to put him to the main roster, and then get and then get let him fall into obscurity up there. Yeah. Uh, and then he he can also when he gets released he can go on Twitter and blame random internet people for his release as opposed to his own actions. Uh, you Q pilled weirdos. Um, and then I had oh, dude, they're doing a five way match like yeah that's gonna be a disaster. It's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a mess. And listen, talented four, guys. Four out of the four out of the five. Of sure, that absolutely. Go real uh, real the, well. No, the, the the reason why they're doing it is because they need four guys to carry cross. Might be. Um, yeah, I'm I'm done with carrying cross. Yeah. <laughs> I just nah. I was given a little bit of leeway. I think I still had mm-hmm. like uh visions of him at Bloodsport and how good he was. Right. And now I'm just like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm good on nope. this. Um then uh main event I had. Oh my god, hold on, hold on, hold what, on. What all did you not have? You just skipped what? the most important part of this wrestling television oh, show. Your, your fucking girlfriend? Ms. P P V. Zia Lee. Uh, did I skip you, it? You know how you do that? You know how you do successful professional wrestling? How do you do it? You do not have a match on wrestling TV for weeks to months. You have a gimmick that makes very little sense. Although it was clarified in this that Tian Shah is the name of their group. Which is interesting. Could have fucking fooled me. But Zia Lee's there. She's challenging. Mercedes Martinez at in your house. That's that's Ms. PPV Zaylee right there, dude. I was laughing right there, when man. people were like, "Oh, they're playing the long game," and like, look at Zaylee didn't forget about a fucking tournament that nobody remembers. Uh, they're not playing the long game. They're playing the oh shit. We haven't done anything with her in a couple of weeks, and we're paying her money game. Ugh. Uh, after that, I fast forward Kushida versus Carmelo Hayes. I did too. Yeah, I, just, I was I was tired. I was I just wasn't. Tired. I was like, I'm sure this is good, but it doesn't have really any impact on on anything. So I was I'm, like, I knew what the main event was. I right. just wanted to, to get right. There. Uh, so we now we can skip to the main event. Yeah. So main event was Legado uh, del Fantasma versus uh, MSK. Yes. Shit was real good, man. A lot of fun, real good. Um, of course it was. These guys are good at what they do. I liked that. Like Legado kind of has like the reputation of like, mm-hmm. oh, they're probably flippy guys, right? And they only bust it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. They don't go egregious with it like a lot of other people do. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was real good, though. Yeah, 
Right. Real good. It's interesting. So obviously, you've listened to the show in the if you've listened to the show in the past, we we like Mendoza a lot. Sure. And like he has the ability to be the flippy guy, but he's a bit of a thicker guy, so he wrestles like those. He's a thick like boy. he he wrestles more like a a silver king, like kind of. You know, a couple what more wins, a, he can be gold king. king. Um, you know, like, a, you know, his stuff has a little bit of power behind it, too, with the speed. Uh, and MSK has been a really bright spot since they've shown up. So yeah. this was a this was a good match. Good wrestling match. Yeah, I, I enjoyed thought it. Was, it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I, uh, but again, this show wasn't focused on the wrestling. That's not a great main event, honestly. Well, it's a good match. But, like, on paper, that's not, you know, that's not going to put asses in seats. because, like, they run it up and down the card. Like, sometimes the tag right. is the opener. Right. So made, this yes. is the main event. But, so that was the end of the actual wrestling. Yes, and next week's the go-home show for the pay-per-view. Yes. So. Well, for the takeover. Yes. All uh, right. So. Two more things then, right? Yeah. Uh, first thing we'll talk is Broken School Sessions with. We'll get through this real quick. Yeah. One Mr. Charles Wright. Uh, listen. A.K.A. The Godfather. A.K.A. Papa Shango. A.K.A. Kama. Yeah. Um, it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. It was okay. It's hard. It's a hard follow to uh, to the last few. You know the the Jericho one, the Jericho one, uh, Taker one, one. right? That you know, um, but they've had some that I haven't watched. You know, and that I will go back because I do like listening to Steve talk. I do like sort of the rapport he has with these wrestlers. Um, the most interesting stuff in this one for me was like his pre wrestling day stuff. I agree with the biker where gang he's like shit, where he's yeah. in a biker gang and he's a fucking monster. He legit looks like a bear. Right. And he's like just fighting people and being a badass. Um that stuff was was way more interesting to me. Uh, I like that he was recruited into wrestling by Scott Norton while yes. Scott Norton was in Las Vegas filming over the top and just saw him at like a titty bar and was like, You're gonna become a professional wrestler because so you're really, massive. You have Scott Norton to thank for Papa Shango. That's not, I'll, I have a lot of things to thank Scott Norton for. I love that man. He's, he's awesome. Um, so uh, I like that Papa Shango happened because Vince told Charles Wright that he was too good looking. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yep. we can't get you over over as a heel because you're handsome. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I like that. Comma was basically they were like they saw chemo and they were like let's just make him yeah. that, uh, which is really funny if you know anything about yeah. chemo in oh, the latter sure, days of sure chemo. Uh, and. Uh, I like that Ron Simmons told him not to go to WCW because they were a bunch of shitty racists. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Ron Simmons. I love Ron Simmons, man. He's the best. Ron Simmons is one of those dudes like, you know, I've met some wrestlers in my day. I met Terry Funk, my favorite wrestler of all time. Forever will be my forever, forever, forever will be my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, If I was able, if, if I was in a room to meet Ron Simmons, I don't know that I'd be able to like actually say anything like the 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 prestige and the ability and the legacy of that guy is almost too much for me to handle like well we could put it to the test because he's doing that appearance in philly in is he yeah that that he's gonna be there yeah all right we might okay (laughs) because like it's just like if you want to you know (laughs) and every all the wrestlers talk about ron all the black wrestlers have stories about ron watching out for him telling him how to handle the the business being the best dude right uh, legit tough guy, legit badass, college football Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, some of the best funny – he's been done some of the funniest stuff. He's done some some of the most badass stuff. But, like – Him winning that WCW title from Vader is one right, of my favorite clips right. ever. Right. It's insane. And, like, that shit didn't – it didn't happen it, – it happened to him, and it didn't even happen again for years and years after. Like, he broke that barrier down. He kicked that fucking barrier down back in the day. Dude, even him in Doom. Right. Like, Ron Simmons is a guy who the weight and the importance of his career 
and his like work with the other wrestlers behind the scenes and what he did to help usher people in and how they talked about in this thing about how the nation launched all these guys and it's basically because Ron was like, this is what we're going to do here, this is what we're going to do here, this is what you're going to do. Like, to meet Ron Simmons, I'd be so nervous. Like, I think about it now and I get chills. Like, I will be legit so nervous to meet Ron Simmons because of just the weight of the man that he is and the, the walls that he broke down are so important to professional wrestling. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's been forgotten, but I think just the, I think the gravity of it is like lessened because, you know, it's it's still not common. But, you know, you have The Rock and you have Kofi and you have Lashley like, you know, there that, you know, there's been a, a good amount of good wrestlers, people of color wrestlers after him that he kicked down this door for. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, if we went to that thing in Philly and Terry was supposed to be at that, I don't think he's going to do it. No. Um, but, like, if we do go, like, I, seriously, I would get a Mark photo with Ron, but I'd I be so too. fucking nervous, man. I, I'll get a Mark photo I, I legit, my Nation of Domination shirt. I legit love Ron Simmons. Is, like, is Bradshaw going to be there, too, with I don't him? think so. No, okay. it's just Ron Simmons. Because I would be like, you can stand over there, Bradshaw. Yeah, I don't need to get like, a picture I don't of want a picture with you. I want to meet Ron Simmons. I want to tell him how important he is to wrestling. Uh, which he already knows, but yeah. uh, I just I'd be so nervous to see Ron Simmons, man. And uh, so I love hearing those stories. That's the best stuff about this for me. The table for three, they all did. Hearing about Ron, uh, this episode was, was it was good. It was okay. It was okay. I mean, it's tough. A, he, where, where he doesn't have a run on the top. He's not, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But goddamn, I love Papa Shango. Right. I mean, I love Papa Shango. Everybody can find that fucking comma elite. Please send it my way. <laughs> I'm dying. I for almost it. bought. I, I. There's a UK store that had one, and I like logged in, created an account, and did all that, and they don't ship to the US. <sighs> but I was like, I'll pay the like, I'll pay the twenty bucks shipping. Yeah. To yeah, you know, but I, I, I that's like I need it. Right. Um, uh, I also. I knew- was interested with the Godfather thing where the 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 parents television council like mm-hmm. had them change everything and then they yep. came up with the PTC so they came up with the right to yeah. censor the RTC and as a parody. The and he was the and good like, he's like, I was miserable. Right. I, I like that he was also like, I wasn't having fun. I went home. He goes, I own strip clubs. I own this and that. I didn't need to be there. I was just having fun with my friends. And I like that. That's good for him. I like it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So last thing we'll cover. Yep. Is the uh, Mick Foley A and E biography from this week? Yes, uh, best one they've done so far, I think. By far, I think so too. Uh, I loved how much early shit they showed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that report from Meltzer saying he was probably the best independent wrestler at uh-huh. one, like, yeah. at the time, right? Which is fucking wild, right? Like, it's wild. I wonder where they got them clips from. I want to see those in early yeah, indie clips, dude. Um, I love that. You know, the, obviously the clip of vader him losing the ear right uh him and rick flair 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 looked like flair (laughs) again we've said this on the show before flair hasn't looked like himself in a really long time like he he's you know he started to not look like rick he doesn't sound like sure absolutely he's an old man and he does not take care of himself except when he gets suplexed into pools right um but uh you know and like just to, to sort of kind of preface is like i love mick foley yeah. I've always loved Mick Foley. Uh, Mick is seemingly, you know, the nicest guy in wrestling. Uh, but like we always say, he's just, he's the nicest guy in prison. Um, still a guy in prison. But uh, I really, I dug there. I dug not a ton of stuff you didn't know because Mick's been pretty open and out there. He's, yeah. I've read the books. I've sure, seen same. the uh, yep. Beyond the Mat. We've yeah. done all, we've gone through all that. Um, but uh, 
I uh, I loved his early New York and Long Island accent that he somehow got yeah, rid that of. That was cool. Uh, some stuff like so the uh the WCW stuff where he threatens to beat up the children for yeah. cheering for Sting is amazing. A, how incredible! So is that? fucking good. What a good line. So good. Uh, and like, the, well, no, he didn't threaten to beat up the kids. Oh, the kids to beat up the kids' dads. Right. Them. I'm gonna beat up your dads in front of you because you're which, cheering for Sting. Which I, I may have used that line <laughs> right. in real life before. Uh, the one thing, like, so this happens, and, like, uh, it's always talked about with Mick, and it's talked about with other people, too, but Mick especially is the, we couldn't make money with him until he did this, or Mm -hmm. we couldn't, we couldn't make money with him until he got a better promo, or he wasn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. If, if you looked at Mick Foley at the time they were talking about as Cactus and WCW feuding with Vader doing all that, and you're like, we can't make money with this guy. That's on you. Yep. You're the asshole there. Yep, I agree. You're the asshole because Mick Foley from, I'm not going to say from the beginning because he needed polish and all that. But by the time he cactus in WCW, he knew what the fuck he was doing. He was doing crazy shit. He yeah. was getting over. It was, you, it was you. It was Bischoff. It was those assholes. It's, dude, was Flair there at the time? Pro- yeah, right? Yeah, dude. Fucking Texas Deathmatch. Halloween right. Halloween 93. Right. Vader. Right. And like that's. Wonderful. You know, and Flair in this thing reigniting the like, oh, you know, he's a glorified stuntman. And like, we're friends now, but I said this in my book. Why would you dedicate a whole chapter in your own autobiography to bash somebody else? Yeah. Fucking, I read that book too. Um, But yeah, the it's, it's a bullshit excuse to not take the fault on your mistake for missing out on years and years of a good drawing wrestler that Mick Foley would have been for you. You just say, well, he wasn't a good enough promo for us to use. Fuck you. That dude is a top star. Yeah. Well, one of the, the biggest stars WWE's ever and had. And then showed his ECW stuff, man. That right? Kane Dewey promo. Uh-huh. Whew. It's incredible. It's still like, you, you yep. see it and you get goosebumps from it. Right. Uh, and then, you know, of course, sweet Brucey. Running through Mixie's CW stuff and like uh-huh. that promo and the, the I'm hardcore stuff and he's uh-huh. like that's where we were like whoa right like this guy's entertaining mm-hmm. and uh, we gotta get him right and they got him dude the early mankind stuff too yeah I feel like people don't show enough love to mm-hmm. because everything is obviously overtaken right by and honestly probably rightfully so yeah the hell in the cell right. I still will never get used to seeing nope. that. that right that's so <laughs> me too it blows my fucking but, mind every time. But you know what I have no problem in the, uh, watching is off the cage. That's I don't, That doesn't bother me at all. Me neither. Because there's, there's padding in the table. Yeah. I know it hurt. I know it's crazy. That doesn't bother me at all. But I look away at the, the through the cage bump. I look away. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. It's terrifying. It's insane. <laughs> it's actually terrifying. Like the, the big bump because the camera angle was there and it's off the top of the cage gets all the publicity through the ca- top of the cage is such a dumb fucking bump. Well, and like they say, that it wasn't supposed to happen. Right. They didn't know it was going right. to break. Right. But they also say when they were walking, uh, you the can zip hear ties them hanging. fucking popping like, right. ru- snapping like rubber bands. Uh, and Terry Funk in that. God bless Terry. God bless Terry Funk. Like, they're still, they still blur the lines on what's real and what's, what's fake. Like, what's shooting, what's not in that whole sequence. But Terry Funk either is the greatest actor in the history of the world, which we very know will be true because the man is in Roadhouse and over the top. Very true. Or they did not clue him in because he is legit terrified for his friend. Stay down, man. Stay down. <laughs> like, and like when he comes back, like Terry is like, what are you doing? And then when Terry, when he bumps through the cage, like Terry's like, 
what the fuck? Like, Terry is actually scared. Yeah. Terry's a tough son of a bitch. And, like, honestly, like, I just think they did not clue Terry in. Because Terry probably wouldn't talk Mick at all, that stupid shit. Uh, and, like, Terry is actually concerned for his friend. And it's insane. Yeah, well, and that's, like, even Waller says, like, when he got chokeslammed through this, the mm-hmm. cage. He goes, yeah, when I said that's it, he's dead. I thought right. he was fucking dead. Right. Like, he's like, I thought he broke his neck. Yep. And I legit thought he was dead. Yeah. Um, uh, the, I, I love to, with, I know it, it wasn't on this, but they've told the story with mm-hmm. Terry before, like when Terry gets choked, slammed out of his shoes. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mick said, he's like, I rolled over and I just saw shoes lay there. And I'm like, what, who the fuck shoes are these? Right. And it was Terry's. Right. Cause Terry's the best. Yes. And when like Taker says like, you know, Mick got, uh, the shit kicked out of him, did the bumps off the cage or whatever, and he gets back in the ring and Mick goes, are you okay? Yeah, right? Like, because <laughs> like, Taker's wrestling on a broken ankle. Right, is, it, is your ankle okay? You like, okay? Right, like, it's crazy. And But even before that, the the sit-down with JR, I, want, I forgot to talk oh, about this. Oh, my God, I forgot. To, I haven't Chills. seen that in a long time. Chills and yeah. near tears with that promo. Yeah. That is an insane promo. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long it's, time. Me either, and it's insane. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Like it's insane they let that happen. Like that was what their goal was because that is a that is a touching, heartbreaking, like yeah. intense piece of of professional wrestling interview. You know, Dude, Mick like, is one of the best promos. Of Mick's all one time. of the best of all time. Mick Mick all around is one of the all, best of yeah, all time. All, but even like, just right. promos, right? One of the best ever. Absolutely. Uh, and I will say. Uh, I think I've said it here before. I know I've told you this before, but the true death of WCW is much earlier than anybody thought. The true death for me of WCW was a pure-hearted WCW guy was when they blew the finish on Nitro when they said, don't bother switching to Raw. Mick Foley's winning the title tonight. I was die-hard WCW. And I went... McFoley's winning the title tonight. Well, yeah, every everybody's like that. Yeah. Click, and I never looked back. Yeah, every, because everybody was, you know, because that, at that point they're rolling, and I'm I'm in McFoley. Right, I'm in, and to me, like in my heart, like that's the death. That's the beginning. That is the the point of WCW lost it there because so many people changed that channel to watch McFoley, who everybody loved, win that title. Yeah, and that crowd. Like, the fucking place went nuts. Right. And yeah. it was because Raw was taped that week and Nitro yep. was live. And, yeah. Yeah. That's a big moment for my, for me personally, my wrestling fandom. That is a big moment. I was die hard, WCW true and true. And they said that. And I was like, click. I'm going to watch. Yeah, dude. I love Mick. Mick's the best. Mick's awesome. Uh, get your eyes on this biography. Mm-hmm. It was on, I think it's yeah. on A&E's A&E. website yep. at this point. Usually, if you go to A&E.com, they've been up for yeah. free. So, uh, the Booker it's, T one, the only one I had a problem with, yeah. not getting it for free. But It's it's great, though. It's the it's one that feels like a real documentary, not like a wrestling documentary. Uh, it covers a lot. It's extensive. Um, uh, it also relives the thing that the biggest insult Ric Flair can, to, can say to, about anybody is that they don't drink. Yeah. Ric Flair, it, it, the the worst thing Ric Flair can, in his mind, he can say about you is that you don't drink or do drugs. Yeah, well, I forget what spot it was that we were talking about that he saw. And he was just, mm-hmm. like, it, 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 he said it finally clicked for him. He goes, this guy just loves the business. He loves the business, like, right? He, and he, he'll do whatever for right. it. And he goes, I love Mick, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So. Um, they made up. They've That's been very public. Yeah, they've made up a while. Uh, but Mick's one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know it was good because one of the dudes that does Dark Side of the Ring tweeted about it. And mm-hmm. he was just like. You know, I've been doing nothing but doc- wrestling documentaries 24-7 yeah. for like the last three or four years. Yeah. And he goes, 
this took me out of that director mindset and put me right. back into a fan yep. mindset watching this. He goes, and I loved it, it. It felt like a documentary, like a real documentary. It was framed differently than the other ones. It got more in depth on the than the other ones. Uh, it's like leaps and bounds better than the Macho one. Like, well, yeah, that was the worst. That's one. That's the worst one. But like, you know, the the Booker T one had a lot of like early stuff too. But it was like, good. it was good. But this Foley one, man, and again, I love the guy, so it so it helps. But this one felt like. Not a, oh that's a wrestling documentary. It felt like a documentary about a dude, and it was it's it was the most engaging. It had the best storytelling. Sort of you know the it led you narratively through his life in the best way. Um, and Mick's just such an engaging guy. He's such a nice guy. He's so well spoken. Um, he's done such fucked up stuff. Uh, it's you know I love that they touched on like his charity work with Rain yeah and then him being Santa like, right. I love that that stuff was included yeah. in there and he tweeted out to like if you have kids uh at home that are interested in watching this he's like I exposed the business on Santa a little bit so yeah. maybe don't watch it with the kids so that I don't ruin Santa he's Claus just such for a them good guy. right he's just he's a good so, dude yeah. uh and uh yeah mixed mixed one of the best well, for real it'll be interesting because this this next one is gonna be uh. The hitman. The like one of the yeah, like so again. It's gonna be again. Oof. Well let's see where this one goes. Uh I I, I I'm gonna guess it's bitter. And I love that about Brad. <laughs> I love it. He's so bitter. Um Hitman's Hitman's awesome. So yeah. Yeah. um well Do you think he's do you think he's mad that Sean's came out first, or do you think he's glad that Sean's came out first? So he's because he's technically then higher up on the card. Yeah, he's, he's he's the main event. All right. He's closing the show. Okay. I think he's the last. Is he the last one, or is there? A, or is there a fucking Hogan one? Oh God! I there's hope a Hogan there's, one. I, I hope there's not a Hogan it. one. Um, what is there? To, what is there to say that we haven't already yeah. learned about that piece? Yeah, of shit? since he's already had four mini documentaries during everybody's fucking thing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's all. eight episodes. This Brett's probably the last one then. Uh, Hitman, Hitman's the main event, last one. Close the the show. way it should be. Damn right. The Brett. way it should be. That's right. Get one up on HBK. Right. All right. Um, well, do you want to do plugs or do you want to see if you bought anything this week? <laughs> did I buy anything? I don't think I did. I bought one thing. Okay, what'd you buy? Uh, today, actually, weekly purchases. I bought the Elite Eighty Seven Oscar. Okay. I pre-ordered it. Nice. Because I love Asuka. Yep. And she rules and it's like her with the mm-hmm. green like face paint coming down. So yeah. I could not buy yeah. it. Uh, that's all I bought though. Okay. It was a light week. Uh, I have my, my Ricky Choshu chair pro coming. Should be in the mail tomorrow. Or should be oh, tomorrow. Oh, that reminds me. I have your UG in my car. Oh, thanks buddy. So. Uh, but uh, I think that's, that's I mean, the Terry Funk shirt. Did we mention that last week? Uh, yeah, yeah. We week. bought it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's really it. I did not get the Ashka, uh I love her, but I'm 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 not gonna I don't you know I'm gonna try and be as sparingly as possible with these, especially because uh, the all the AEW ones coming out and the, oh yeah we didn't talk yeah. about those uh, it's, you know they're so preliminary but yeah um, it's just sad that Eddie Kingston doesn't have right one Eddie Kingston doesn't have one but they're doing all the best friends in one line so I'm gonna have to buy like five action yeah. figures that week uh, but I haven't even pre-ordered the Rock and Sock Connection yet I'm not sure I'm going to I, I pre-ordered yeah that one. yeah. I'm not so sure, but I don't have a good man. I don't have a good man. Yeah. Yet. I don't have a rock either. Yeah. So that's perfect. And you I'm not buy, buying you, that rock ultimate you, edition. You could buy the second, his second and, ultimate I, edition. I don't need bald rock. I wish I would have had the original one. Cause but yeah. that one is good. It's going for like $8,000 yeah. at this point. But, uh, you know, so, you know, I'm going to be back and forth. Uh, hopefully I get my flare ultimate edition soon. Did you get your shipping notice for it yet? Mm-mm. Me neither. No. Oh, that's bumming me out. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. Fucking I right. need it. We were, I ordered the date came uh, plus, out. But also, plus they showed the, the Bam Bam and the 
macho, the the cream of the crop macho mm-hmm. are up on on Target, not for pre order yet, but they're no, up. they're listed. So. so I'm gonna be buying both of those. Yeah, same. So I gotta like those are must buy. So unfortunately, okay. Ashka takes the back seat, but she is great though. She should buy it from Michelle and give it to her for her birthday. Michelle might like that. No, she won't. No, she she yeah, would was, just look at you and be like, what is She'd this? be like, I'm contacting a lawyer. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's it. That's it. Let's that's get the hell out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we, uh, we'll be back next week talking... Uh, Allie Black. Talking Alistair Black uh, and uh, everything else that, that happens in the world of wrestling. Sure. Uh, until then, uh, we are We Need Wrestling on Twitter and Facebook. If you want to email the show, it's we need wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, we need wrestling.com to find the show. We're also on Spotify and iTunes and all those other happy places. Um, and uh, we're part of the soon to be named network at STBN Network. Uh, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, tons of other shows there. Uh, Final Wrestling Place, At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Puzzle Warriors 3, Profane Argument, Porch Talk, etc., etc., etc. If anybody from those shows are on any other shows, they'll be put up on SoonBeNameNetwork.com. Like Joe will be on the A Show on Monday, I believe, uh, defending my honor and the honor of the network. <laughs> um, so give those give those things a listen. Check all those guys out. Uh, Shout out to uh, everybody who's always supporting us. Shout out to Tim and Marcus. Shout out to Dave Kincannon. The boys. Uh, everybody, uh, super supportive, super great, super interactive, and, uh, you know, lots of fun stuff happening, coming down the pike. Everybody's talking. Got to see everybody. Things are opening up. It's a lot of fun. Uh, what else do I plug? I think that's really it, right? Cinema Vertigogo at Cinema Vertigogo. Listen to those guys. Those are friends. Uh, except for Robbie. He's not a friend. Um, you want to follow me personally on Twitter? I'm at the Dooge T H E D double O G E. We can talk uh, comic art. We can talk wrestling. We can talk movies. Watching a lot of movies lately. Uh, watch Crazy Rich or Asians last night. Very good. I don't think I ever watched it. It's good. It's um, a it's a romantic comedy, but it was enjoyable. It was very funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but very uh very romantic comedy. So you got to be in that kind of mood. But it's it's good. If you if you have a if you out there in, in podcast land have a lady friend and you want to uh, cozy up to that lady friend on the couch, watch Crazy Rich Agents. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. That's good. <laughs> say so. I, like I was looking at my letterbox today yeah. and I'm like, God damn, I watched a lot of movies. I think month. I watched 27 movies last month. Yeah. I don't think I watched as many, but yeah. dude, I watched a lot. Lots of double features. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, do it at BreadXEdge570. You can talk to me about. The Philadelphia 76ers moving mm. on to the Eastern Conference semifinals. Let's go Sixers. Uh, pumped about that. Uh, I don't really know what else I can talk about. Movies, horror movies, Kevin Nash. Um, that seems to be all I need in my life at this point. So uh, holler at your boy. Talk to me. And I uh, think that's it. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Is man. that it? That's it. That it. Uh, we'll uh, see everybody again. Thanks for listening. We'll see everybody uh, next week talking some top three Alistair Black in NXT. Yeah, so you could you know actually look at him and how fucking good he was and how yep. they just see what they lost. Bungled it again. Until then, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one of these yet. All I right. probably yet. never will. All right, that's fine. Goodbye. You're listening to the soon to be named network, the Lamborghini. Of Podcast Network.
Knock it off, nerds. <laughs>